may vary the podcast that uh, goes nowhere, does nothing, and yet somehow is very entertaining. Uh, I'm Brian Noonan. That's Cody Goff. I, right off the bat, you are in a, you are in a different sort of locale. You look things look different. Plus, you're wearing all black in a darkened room. You're you're very mysterious. What's going on? Yeah, the uh, the lighting in my my uh, my living room is awful uh, for video. Right. I've known this for years. There's nowhere there's nowhere to sit with any any small degree of light. Um, no, my podcast studio looks like you know in the movies when like someone comes home and like someone has robbed them and they've just upended <laughs> everything. Yes. Uh, that that's that, except that the it wasn't a person, it was a combination of me and my son uh who ran rampant. But um I had a change in computer systems uh and retired the uh the MacBook Pro that I was using for production before. Okay. And uh, now I have new con- new computer setup, but what I had failed to realize is that uh all of my adapters and uh hubs um were basically specifically compatible with that computer and not the Ooh. ones I now have. So Did you need a dongle? I did I need a dongle. I probably need a dongle. I need something like that. I don't know. But the other thing is um I have these like backdrop stands i have some like video equipment now Ooh. that i want to use to uh you know a red backdrop that i've had i love that red backdrop makes me feel like i'm in a uh, bordello yeah thank you no me too um turns out that it was like balancing on old furniture that i had like shoved in that closet it was just like very trashy and i could barely stand uh. in <laughs> so I got some new stuff and I started setting it up and I did not finish setting it up. Okay. So there's just, there's boxes and bags in my room and just papers and disheveled. I mean, there's like, it's bad. It's bad. I can't even go in there. So <laughs> I was like doing construction today. And then I realized, nice. like, I literally realized like this morning, I was like, I can't use my office right now. So, um, yeah, so I was texting you and a friend and I was like watching my kid cause my wife's out of town. So I've had, I've been solo dadding for a few days. Wow. Um, yeah. And with solo a one-year-old, daddy. Solo yeah, daddy. Hey. Yeah. And even with the nanny, I mean, with a one-year-old, you know, like the second, you know, you second you wake up, you're watching him no, and the nanny no. takes over for a while or, you know, nap time's in there. And then when the nanny leaves, it's like, oh, you've got like six uninterrupted hours of four of, uh, parenting. Right. Um, and you can't do anything. I can't do anything. No. Him. No, like, he's he needs your attention. He's running around. He's a bundle of energy. He's got stuff to say and do and see. He is. Yeah. His latest thing is pulling the chairs out from the kitchen table, crawling up on the chair, and then crawling up on the table, which is like five feet off the ground. He's about like half that height. So falling would be bad. So uh, yes. that's like his favorite thing to do now, uh, other than unplug my entertainment center, which makes me have to reset all my wireless. <laughs> Um, so I had to block that off. It doesn't sound like your home is baby proof and yet you've had a baby in it for a while. There's sounds like like, you've left a lot of hazards around. There's, there's literally like two hazards in the entire house. And he's found them both. It's the only thing he wants to do is the hazard. Sure. Of course. Um, he knows he likes, he's a daredevil. He wants to put his life at risk. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So So is he asleep now? Um, he is passed out. Or is he always passed out? You gave him some booze? Uh, yeah, a little bit of, um, I have some Basil Hayden's. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Kids like a nice whiskey. Yeah. They appreciate it. Hi well, to everybody who's jumping on. Uh, we're happy to see you. So, yeah. So now he's passed out. Well, this is late for him. This is not when toddlers, toddlers don't stay up this late. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Unless they have some sort of illness. No, eight o'clock at the latest. No, no. Anyway, that was a long rambling way of saying um, my setup sucks right now, uh, but it's temporary. I hope um, we'll see what happens when we come back in two weeks. But uh, I also have nothing to announce. I was gonna, I was gonna have big. Yeah, news this was gonna be big news day. That's why. That's why when you you were wondering, you didn't know if you could do tonight, mm -hmm. and then I prodded you a little, and you were gracious enough to say, "All right, I'm gonna try the just the laptop deal." You, the reason I was prodding you is I was expecting this big announcement day for the last two weeks. You've been teasing these huge announcements. Like, uh, you know, I have to bring up though, one of your, one of the announcements that you kind of teased and then you took to Twitter and were immediately lambasted by, uh, the Twitter trolls because you, uh, you last week you gave a Ted talk on NFTs, mm -hmm. which everybody found fascinating. And by everybody, I mean me and maybe oh. a couple other people. Now, so Roger emailed me about that, and I forgot to reply. He even tweeted that, <laughs> and he's like, I emailed you, and I'm just like, I'm just not on top of my You're today. just ignoring Roger, me. Roger, if you're watching, I'm sorry I will reply after this podcast because I have to do stuff after this anyway. So you took to Twitter, as is your want, and uh, you threw out this – is, this is, I think, anytime you ask the opinion of the Twitterverse, you're in trouble. I would never ask Twitter. I wouldn't ask people on Twitter to put me out if I was on fire. Mm. But you said, hey, basically, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you basically said, what would you people pay uh, for an NFT that I created? Something like that, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was not met with um, a lot of, ooh, we can hardly wait. What, uh, yeah. what will you charge us? What will it be? No, you were immediately met with just the most bitter vitriol. And, and I was I was laughing as I'm reading it. I'm like, oh man, don't read the comments, Cody. How many times have you told me that? Don't read the comments. Oh yeah. But then you double down and you attack the Twitter verse. So what's going on with you at Twitter, man? You're you're out of control. Hmm. You called half of Twitter, you you called one half of Twitter stupid and the other half idiotic, basically. Well, and I don't disagree for the record. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um um I don't know. Um I NFTs, cryptocurrency, I am curious about those things and right. I want yes. to learn more about them. And you were going to create one. You were you were your plan was you were toying with the idea. Yeah, I mean it was it was it was surely hypothetical. Um so anyway, I'm curious about these things. Yes, of course. Um, they exist. People invest in them. People put money in them. They, they grow people's money. They have some utility. They allow people to do certain things. Um, and some people are really enjoying them. And there are communities popping up around them. And I, I think that's cool. Um, the vast majority of people that aren't like, they don't approach it with that, uh, hate, hate <laughs> everything about it everyone involved with them, everything they stand for. Um, and to me, it's just an example of a person failing at life. Um, it's like, it's, I think most people that, 
I think some people just aren't interested, right? And that's fine. Like you're not okay. that in, you're, you're like you're interested, but you're not like researching it, right? Like and you're, right. You're, no, I like to I like to learn about it. I know it, but I'm not I'm not going to follow up on it. Right. But I you're like gonna, to know what's happening. Yeah, but you're not going to buy any. But you're also no. not going to like scream at the top of your lungs angrily at the people that are like buying, right? I have way too much stuff to scream about already. Exactly. I don't have time to scream about this. Exactly. So like. You know that. I think that people, uh, so like people have a tendency to get really angry when they see other people succeeding, uh, <laughs> in a way that they perceive is like unfair or a thing that they couldn't do. Like, right. like I, or like a person cutting corners or cheating or like, Oh, this person did a bad thing. Why do they get to like walk away with all this money and whatever like that? And I think you know, I feel that way about like people who make unboxing videos and are making, you know, or influencers who are making millions of dollars. Right. I, I just don't get it. Right. Um, I'm not railing against them. I don't. I don't have time. Right. So, in in those situations, sometimes you have two options. You can either like. Sometimes you have the opportunity to actually do that thing yourself. Um, not always, but like sometimes. Like if somebody's making a bunch of money doing a thing and you're like, it's not fair they're doing that thing. Like, why are they doing that thing? They shouldn't be able to make money off of it. Well, like you could do that, right? Yeah. They thought of it. Yeah. Sometimes, maybe not making a boxing video, but like sometimes. And like cryptocurrency and NFTs are that category. It's like if you do a lot of research and like a lot, a lot of research and you put a lot of time and energy into it. Like you could make a huge amount of money investing in crypto and NFTs. Like, you right. just and I think a lot of the people that like really hate on it, they see people making money on a thing that they're too lazy or stupid <laughs> to actually investigate themselves. Yeah. And so what they do is they just get really mad that other people are successful because they're not good enough to do it. And that bothers me. Like if you're watching this and you're not interested in NFTs or crypto, or you don't feel like, you know, investing the time and energy, like, you know, fine, good on you. It take it's, it's a lot of time and energy. Like I, I spent hundreds of hours and I'm not yes. exaggerating. No, you, you are not exaggerating. When, when crypto first started, you were in, it was nonstop. Yeah. I, I was reading like, you became that hours. guy who would yeah, not stop talking to, about crypto. two to three hours a day. I was reading on that stuff. Right. NFTs, you know, I gave that whole like primer or whatever that was on like 20 ish hours of research. And I am no, I don't know what I'm doing still. Right. Like right. I still have at least a hundred hours before I really understand what I'm doing. And then I might start to think about maybe investing. GameStop was the same way before I bought GameStop stock. I literally was reading for four to six hours a day for like two weeks before I was like, okay, I get it. I think this is going to be a thing. Then I bought some and then it was a thing and then I sold it at the right time and then I made uh, a bunch of money. That's because I took the time and energy. If people want to be like, oh, that's stupid. People made money on GameStop. That's stupid. Like if you're mad about it, it's because you were too lazy or stupid to do the research yourself and make a bunch of money. Or um, you had a friend that did a bunch of research and didn't, uh, you know, give you a heads up. Right. Right. Thanks, and I told, I told some people, hey, I told some people. You didn't tell me. I told you a little no, you bit. Didn't. No, you didn't at all. I, I just found you. I just found out you bought GameStop and sold it for a bunch of money. Oh, that's true. Well, it was. <laughs> well, that's true. I didn't tell you. I didn't. Well, it was insanely well. high risk and sure, probably. Right. Right, anyway, whatever. What I'm saying, I'm not, is, I'm not mad about. It. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I'm. All I'm anyway. saying is, if you're sitting there and you hate people that invest in NFTs or cryptocurrency, 
Uh, I have no respect for you. Uh, if you don't care, or you don't have an interest. That's fine. I think that's totally right, rational and reasonable. Uh, there's a lot of things on this God's green earth uh, that you can spend your time and energy on, and that that is great. But uh, the haters, like I, I like look down on them. Like I do think I'm better than them as a person. I, I they just think I'm better at life. Uh, I will be more successful. I'm more entrepreneurial. Uh, and those people, like, I don't think I'm better than a lot of people, but I think I'm better than people that sit around on Twitter. And instead of researching NFTs and learning what they are, they search the NFT hashtags. So they can reply to people's tweets and say, go die in a fire because you're making I money. Was, yeah, I was shocked by the vitriol that was coming out of some of these people yeah. who I'm guessing you didn't know. Didn't know. Or I never have people. any contact with. No, but uh, yeah. So you went, uh, you went after the haters, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed that as well. It was, yeah. it was fun. Now Adam said, uh, Adam Carlett said he was able to help a couple people learn what an NFT was based on last week's uh, promo. Yeah. See, I told you your TED talk was fascinating. Thank you. Yeah, Adam and I, I also Adam said, Cody, you just defined ignorance. Uh, yeah, maybe I did. I guess. Yeah, but yeah, um, you thank you, Adam. That means a lot. That's good. I'm glad I was able to let you know, like. Give a tip of the iceberg because again, like I, I think, you know, at, 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 you know, if you're, like I said, if you're uninterested in something, you know, I think at most you should just be indifferent, um, but not like negative. Uh, I don't know. You know, I talked about that guy, Gary V a lot. Last yes. Week. A lot. You talked about Gary V. Good Lord. Him and his, his doodles, Dude, his goodness. NFT doodles. He's, he's going to be, he's just He's a cool guy. He's a good YouTuber. He's got some fun okay. stuff. He made a video a couple of weeks ago. It was like a five minute video. And he's like, stop saying no. Like, st or stop saying like, stop gatekeeping and being like the arbiter of like what people can like. And he actually used the analogy. He was like, he was talking about NFTs. He was like, some people sit out there and they're like, boo, boo on NFT. You know, you're stupid if you do this. Some people call me stupid for collecting sports cards. Why can't it be and? Why can't everything cool be and? Like, oh, I like this and you like that. And that's cool. He was like, yeah. I invest in things. I invest in collectibles. I invest in NFTs. I invest in crypto. You know what I don't invest in? Real estate. I don't care about real estate, but you know what? A lot of people make a lot of money on real estate. That's fine. That's their thing. I just really don't care about real estate. So like, yeah, that, that's what I'm at. I'm like, you know, like whatever, like there's a lot of stuff people like that I think is whatever, but I, don't, I shouldn't think it's stupid. Right. Like I think a lot right. of people like cars, people are, who are obsessed with cars. Brian, you know this, I barely know what color my I car know. is. I know. No, it's true. I could not give two dams about what an engine what how much horsepower it is or like what's i don't care i don't care but people like cars and like that's great that's great people like racing i don't really watch, <laughs> like racing. watch racing that's fine i don't care you know like i don't know i there's life's too short to just like police what other people like you know what i mean yeah well i'm glad uh i'm glad you put it out there so that wasn't an announcement. Have you decided what to do? Are you still weighing your options for the NFT, the Cody Goff NFT? No, 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 no. Talk to Gary V about it. No, here's the thing: the, the NFT gets its value from the story and from like, um, right? You know, you want to be the first person. So I was like, what if I was the first discovery host to mint an NFT, and then you know, in ten years, somebody could be like, I've got the first NFTA discovery host ever released. So I was like, should I release one? And no one said yes. Someone would pay like 45 cents. So I was like, well, 
yeah, that is a weird, it's a weird flex, right? Who's, who is going to say that? In 10 years, if somebody went up to you at a party and they're like, hey, Brian, I have the first NFT from a Discovery host. Like, are you going to care? Like, that's weird. That's a weird I, thing. I, I would say that. I didn't even know there were Discovery hosts. I don't. It's a first thing I would say. Yeah. And then um, I would say, uh, it's been a long time since I heard about NFTs. Tell me about it again. And then snore. Exactly. <laughs> but no, that's not true. Um, maybe I have somebody illustrate the saddest Easter story ever. That would be my NFT. I think that an NFT of the saddest Easter story would ever would be really fucking. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I just Cody, coming on, Cody, coming, Cody dropping the F Bob. We haven't done that in a long time. Good for wow. you. Uh, wow. No, my wife called me and I got distracted. So I shot her a quick note that said I'm doing my thing with Brian and I just my filter just turned off. Dropped it. That's um, all right. Listen, you're foul mouth. You're we're, we're gonna get canceled now. It's very you, exciting. How are you, Brian? I haven't talked to you. How are you? I don't see how yeah, we don't speak unless we're here doing this. Uh well, I'm nervous, Cody, because the world is ending. I don't know if you know that. If you've been watching the news uh today, the world is ending. Snow is coming. It's uh I think 187 inches of snow is coming. I had to stop on the way home from school. I stopped to get gas. Because I bought in a little bit to the hysteria. And I felt, well, if I have to go out over the next couple of days, I want to have gas in the car. Well, I had the, that same thought must have popped into everybody's head. Because at Costco, the lines to get gas. And people are stupid now. They're in a panic. So they're even more stupid than they normally are. The <laughs> Costco has, it's got to be eight lanes, eight double-sided lanes of gas. So eight lanes of pumps, pumps on both sides. They have long hoses, so no matter what side your gas tank is on, you can pull on up and get some gas. It's very convenient, which is why I go to Costco a lot for my gas. Sure. Well, there's only one way in to the gas area. Oh, no. And these people were stopping, trying to get into the first two lanes. Meanwhile, I'm looking past them at the other six lanes where there's not as many cars. And I'm like, and this one idiot in a giant white serial killer van, he was gassing up for people who froze and then he could thaw their bodies out and have his way with them. Uh, he was, he was blocking the whole way. So you couldn't get through. And I really, I wanted to go and try to wedge my car through and just make a scene. But I honked a couple times and then the people in front of me started honking. And I don't know if they were honking back at me or honking at uh, Joey serial killer up in his van. But finally, he moved. So I get my gas. Now I'm jazzed up. I'm ready to go. The car is full. Bring on bring on the winter. I got a new tire last week because one had a nail in it. So I got four good tires. I'm ready to roll. Go to Walmart because I got that kind of money to spend. And it's, you know, pre-Snowmageddon. I got to get ready for the winter. Had to pick up a couple things for Debbie. She, You know how it is uh, having the sugar issue. Having the yeah, diabetes. She I likes to keep, she likes to keep stuff in like orange juice or stuff in the house. But she's gotten away from orange juice. She likes little apple juices. Oh yeah, because one little apple juice she says is the perfect size. That'll do it. One little apple juice, and she likes that. I've gotten her different kinds. She likes the cheap brand from Walmart. She likes the great value little apple juices. Okay. The Walmart brand. It's like two sixty nine a six pack, but they almost never have them. Really? It's, Why? I don't know how many people are drinking this damn orange or apple juice, but everybody on the planet, either that or there's an apple shortage or the Walmart, the great value people aren't. I don't know what the hell's going on. So I go into Walmart 
I grab, you know, the few things I need and I'm trying to get through because I see the panic on people's faces and I see shelves are empty. Um, it's just, it's hell in there. And I go and of course the apple juice area is completely empty. Just barren. Barren. And I look up and that Cody, you will, you will like this because you are also tall. Sometimes being tall is a blessing because I look up above the shelves and there's a stack of three cases, but the apple juice that I need is the top one. So it's all the way up, then three more cases high. And I'm like, I got to get that goddamn apple juice. You climbed up, didn't you? I, well, I tried to climb up on the bottom shelf, but I couldn't get my footing. So I'm on my tiptoes, stretched as far as I can. And I get my fingernail under the very edge of the case of apple juice. And I move it just a little. Then I reposition and I wiggle it a little more. Now the apple juice, the case starts to move toward me a little bit. I'm, I'm getting this damn apple juice. And I'm still shaking it, shaking it, wiggling it. And it comes to the point where I can finally kind of pop it. And it drops down like a baby leaping from a burning building. Wow. And I catch this case of apple juice. I immediately rip it open and take the four six packs, put them in my cart, and I skedaddle. Wow. So Debbie got her orange her apple juice. Has she tried other uh fruit juices? No, she orange was the go-to for a long time, but because it was in like the half gallon container, sometimes it'd be enough with a little glass. Sometimes you'd need a couple little glasses. So she finds the apple juice, the little individual apple juice, to be the deal. Does that have anything to do with flavor or just carb amount? Uh, I think it's, well, she likes apple juice. Okay. And I, she's tried different apple juices, so this the flavor of this one is the flavor that she enjoys. Okay. Um, yeah, she likes the flavor, and she likes, I get the carbs and the sugars. It gets everything in balance. Yeah. See, uh, I got burned out on orange juice. Um, quick insider info for the listener. If you don't know, um, diabetics to get, if your blood sugar is low, the fastest way to get it up is to have a fruit or fruit juice. Mm -hmm. And it has to do with, this is not like a scientific explanation, but the gist that my endocrinologist gave me. Listen, don't go all Joe Rogan on me now. Not going to go Joe Rogan on you, but the, the gist of it is that your body doesn't need to work as hard to break down those sugars because they're like a natural type of sugar. Okay. Um, whereas processed sugars, like if you have a, and plus there's not as many other things in it. Like if you have a Hershey's candy bar, there's sugar, but it's kind of processed, but also there's fat in the candy bar. So it takes longer to digest. Right. So if you have a Hershey's candy bar with the same amount as a thing of orange juice, the orange juice, it'll shoot you up. Your blood sugar spikes in like, 10 minutes tops versus a Hershey could take 30. Let's say I'm just throwing out random numbers, but anyway, so fruit juice is good, but I got burned out on orange juice because it's a, it's very acidic and B you can't really chug it. Like if it's no. late at night, it, right, right before bed. And especially like if I just brush my teeth, brush my teeth, lay down and ready to go to sleep. Oh, beep, beep, beep. Gotta get some carbs. Pounding that orange juice after toothpaste is the worst. Mint. Oh. So what my new thing is at jewel, they've got a, they've got this like, um, it's like an orange peach mango juice Ooh. where they mix a few. So it's a little bit tropical, but it's not too sweet, but it, okay. cuts, that, it cuts that orange. And like that, for me, that's the ticket. That's the way. All right. Do. I'll run it by her. Um, the, uh, who is it? Oh, Christine says she gets apple, apple juice, drink boxes, apple juice, drink boxes. So yeah. Debbie, Debbie could pretend she's on her field trip. Wait, know? is my audio quality horrible? 
No, your audio quality sounds fine to me. Oh, okay. I, I think know. Mike was joking. I think Mike is being a D canoe. <laughs> That's right. I turned it on Mike this time. That's how I we flip he, it. I thought he was joking. Um, I think so too. Yeah, I think I so like, too. Hey, maybe I should check. Maybe no, should you sound fine. Um, yeah, so that's so anyway. So I get the apple juice now. I got to make one more stop. I got to go to Jewel. Um, my god, Jewel was like, Jewel, just forget about it. Like, to the point where I was get, I had to get some turkey. I didn't even wait at the deli counter because the last couple times I've been to been to Jewel to try to get my turkey, they have almost they have a lot of people behind the deli counter in deli worker uniforms. They all seem to be ignoring the people standing out, you know, on the other side of the counter. And by the time I got there today, I would have have had to have waited for about 15 or 16 people. Wow. I don't have time for that. The world is ending. So I scrounge some stuff and then I start thinking, oh, well, what if we're snowed in for and I'm like, we're not going to get snowed in. Even if it's 12 inches. I'll be able, I'll shovel and I'll get out. Plus, we have food in the house. I don't need to start, you know, what am I going to eat for the next week and a half? I don't need to do that. But I was like, well, maybe I'll just get a couple things. So did all that, came home. But now, you know, remember last week, I was very upset because I thought we would get the day off because the next day it was going to be so cold. Yeah. Well, we didn't. We had to go in. It was freezing. Most of the kids didn't come in, but, you know, the teachers were there. So that was fantastic. We've already gotten the word, e-learning tomorrow. Wait, really? Yes, sir. All right, hold on. I got to look outside. My mom just texted me and said there's a winter storm warning, which, and I, I knew that. I, I knew. Well, I, right now, I just ran before, right before we did this, I ran to the gas station to get a bag of ice, which seems counterintuitive to a winter storm warning, but it was still about 40, it was still about 40 degrees out, but. For those of us old enough to remember, and I don't remember, but I've I've read the thing, the blizzard of 67, the day before it was like 40 degrees, just like it was today. Now the snow's not so but you you may be to the point where you're on that cusp where you might not get as much. It's not snowing yet. It wasn't oh, supposed to start snowing until about now. But yeah, the state's already been declared a disaster area. Uh, we called off because it's supposed to start snowing tonight, snow all through the night, then all through tomorrow into Thursday. Uh, well, I hope that doesn't happen because uh, I'm supposed to drive my baby to Rockford tomorrow for my parents to watch. You right? should leave right now. And you should wake that baby up, put him in the car and leave. Yeah. Well, I said, I was like, you know, I'll keep an eye on the weather and we'll see what happens. But up there, oh. Rockford, Rockford, because it's coming from the southwest, this big right. storm is sweeping across the globe. Right. And once you get north of Chicago, it starts to taper off. So you may be you may be okay going to Rockford. It might just be a little snow if you can get out of your driveway. Right. Yeah. I'll be able to get out of my driveway, I think. Yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. Um I mean, I'm supposed to fly out Thursday, so we'll see if that happens. Early, early or late. 11 a.m. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bring some extra apple, mango, uh, peach, papaya juice to the airport. Seems I got to like, tell you something. Actually, yes. about airport food, airport eating. When well, I know, I know your disdain for airports that don't have a McDonald's. Oh, yeah. That just it's, smacks of low-budget airport to you. 
Oh, sure. Oh, Rockford's supposed to get an inch. Perfect. Yeah, um, but between there, between your house and Rockford, you got to worry about. <laughs> uh, do you ever write? You've never. Well, no, you would never do this. You've never written like a Yelp review, right? I just did on a hotel that I stayed really? at last week. Yeah. Really. Well, it was maybe no. It was a it was a like Booking dot com review. They sent me a thing. Uh, the okay. next day, and I I filled it out. And you actually wrote, did you write a thing? Like I did a, write a little. Yeah, I wrote a little uh, paragraph. I decided I don't want to sit over there after. All right, where are you going to sit? I I have devices. Oh, there we go. It's in my pocket. Yeah, I decided I didn't. It's too loud okay. for my my child over there. For oh, your baby? Where would you put him? Well, he's upstairs, but I don't want to wake him up. Uh, no, don't wake him up. Good lord. Um, yeah, I've got a. Uh, I've got a. Uh, what do I have? Uh, I might write a review for a McDonald's. Really? And I know that sounds ludicrous, but there is a McDonald's in Lombard right off North Avenue. That is the, f it's actually on North Avenue. Okay. It is the fastest McDonald's I have ever been to in my life. Really? They are always fast. I can pull up and there can be three cars in front of me. And I don't have time to check my text messages before I get to the window. Whoa. It is insane. It is, it is like, I don't know how they do it. Like if I order and there's a car in front of me, I pull up, I barely have time to get my wallet out of my pocket. They're already gone. I pull back up. I hand it to him. The food is in my hand. That's amazing. Them. And so I bring that up because of the airport, because like as much yes. as I love airport McDonald's now, when we go, because it's right on the way, I just go to that McDonald's a hundred percent of the time because it's way cheaper and it is so fast. Even if we're like, if, even if I'm like, we're running a little close for comfort on the flight, if right. I haven't eaten, I'm like, I'm going to go to the this McDonald's. Like I'm just not going to really? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Is it, where is it? Right on I North got, Avenue. It's by no, North, North and it's right by your house. Right at the Pretty corner. Close. Yeah, it's probably like there's like a Target. Um, it's oh yeah, uh, no, I know where that is. Okay, a little bit past Villa Park if you're going yeah. out uh, west. So just after Villa Park, right when you're kind of like entering Lombard in the north part Got of Lombard. It. All right, but it's it is. I keep that in mind. It's next level. Next. Really? Level. Yeah. They'd probably like to hear that. I'm literally going to write it, and it's like, who writes a Yelp review for McDonald's? But like, I have to. I feel you compelled must. to because of the speed. Unreal. Maybe then you go on. Uh, maybe then you go on next door, and uh, you know you still you just go crazy. You become the guy who loves this McDonald's. I can do that. Maybe the word spreads. Suddenly you get some of those uh, fifty cent McDonald gift certificates in your uh, in your mailbox. Is that a thing? It used to be a thing because people would get them. You'd get them for Christmas. You get a book of uh, book of ten for five bucks, and people put them in their stockings. Or some people would throw them in a uh, trick or treat. You'd get a fifty cent McDonald's certificate you go oh then your parents are like oh now we got to go to mcdonald's for 50 cents so i can mm -hmm. say 50 cents they would not be happy but uh yeah so are you ready are you ready in case the snow is uh the snow is bad in the morning i've not prepared anything that's cool. my my biggest fear and what i'm 90 percent sure is going to happen is that my nanny will call me and be like i can't make it out there because she comes from brookfield and apparently oh. i don't know if it's just her street or if it's the township of Brookfield, I can't make that generalization, but like they apparently don't do a great job of clearing her road, um, right. 
which is never a problem here, but like a, the last couple of times it snowed and it's only snowed like a couple inches. Yeah. She's been like either we've either been like, well, you don't have to come or she's been like, I'm going to be like an hour and a half late because uh, we have to clear out the driveway and stuff. Um, so wow, I really hope I don't wake up to a message that's like I can't come in because like I literally won't be able to do anything tomorrow. <laughs> and I don't know how I'm supposed to get the baby packed or do anything. I don't know. I just, I just parenting is parenting is rough and solo parenting is you got a whole new uh, appreciation for single parents now, don't you? I do. I have a whole new appreciation for my wife because she, you know, she does a lot of the. I mean, she she does the brunt of it because I work more more hours at my job. Right. So, um. Yeah. And I, you know, I do what I can. Anytime she's like, Oh, I want to do yoga. Can I get you watch them for an hour? I'm like, yes, I'll watch them for an hour. Yeah. Like hour here. And there's one thing, but yeah, when it's like all morning and all after nap time, it's like, all right. Sure. Now she, she's in sunny Mexico and you're facing down, uh, you know, death by winter. She is in sunny Mexico. She went fishing out on a boat in the Gulf today, caught fish. And, uh, some of the people on this retreat with her also caught fish and then they brought it back to shore and it was prepared for them to eat for dinner that sounds lovely that sounds a lot better than uh i was gonna say what'd you have for dinner tonight than hunting for orange for apple juice in the uh <laughs> top shelf of a walmart in the middle of a winter storm that was, you know but but it's the same thrill of the catch <laughs> i could not have been happier than when i and boy when i came home and presented debbie with these four six packs of apple juice Suddenly, I'm the hero. Who's the provider now? That guy, listen, she could have married some short dude who would have come home and went, I'm sorry, honey. I couldn't get to it. It was very high up. And I don't know why a short dude would sound like that um, unless he was Colonel Sanders and he was a very short Colonel Sanders. Wow. But yeah, so she did that. But now uh, now tomorrow, I have, to, uh, I have to be part of e-learning, and I am assisting in one of the kindergarten classes for e-learning. So this is going to be uh, this is going to be crazy because yeah, I did oh. I did kindergarten last year with uh, e learning, and it was an abomination against the Lord. Yeah, because it's hard enough to it's hard enough to teach kindergarten kids when they're sitting in front of you, and when I can stand over them, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> so this is um, they they're trying not to. Like we don't have snow days. Like tomorrow, in the past, tomorrow would have just been a snow day. Yeah. But they're trying not to do snow days anymore because they don't want to add days onto the end of the year. So today, today was hilarious. So today oh. I go to eat lunch. Um, and I'm going to preface this story by saying I love working with the teachers I work with. They're dedicated, bright educators, but sometimes they are funny as hell. And today I was eating lunch because I've been in fourth grade for the last few days. So today I'm eating lunch with some of the second grade teachers and some of the fourth grade because this is same lunch period. And we're up in this room because we're not really supposed to eat lunch together. So it was very secret, very hush-hush, you know, because you got to stay social distance. So this was kind of, you know, a speakeasy where I had been invited when I started doing this fourth grade class, I had been invited to come into this room for lunch. So I was very, I'm very excited to be part of the click. Um, and every teacher in there was wagering on whether we were going to be in school tomorrow. 
And yeah. some of them were already making their plans to not come in. They had all the criteria down for not coming in. I'll tell you what, if I put it in the GPS and it says my commute's over an hour, I'm not coming in. Well, if I get up and I have to dig my car out, uh, I'm not coming in. Um, and I might not come in on Thursday. And then I said, well, then why would you come in on Friday? They're like, exactly. Why would we come in for Friday? That's dumb. So the whole thing, they were just back and forth. And the amount of planning that they were putting into not coming in tomorrow because they still like they would still have to do the same plans. They still have to have lesson plans ready for e-learning, even if they were not coming in. Somebody'd have to, and um, they just they just went on and on. And I was leaving, and uh, they were like, "All right, we'll see you later." And I said to one of them, "I go, you know, I'm talking about this tonight." You're like, "What? You're going to talk?" Because they they still talk about when I told the story of going on the field trip and the kids by the water. Oh, that yeah. whole thing. So they're, they're like, oh, you, you that should. That was like me. two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was a while ago. They stood, the ones who were there still and heard it, heard it on, uh, yeah, and still talk about it. They'll wow. still bring it up. Uh, so yeah, they were, so they must all be cheering. And these were all young, these were all like younger teachers, like mid to late 20s. Um, and then the older teachers were a couple, there were a couple teachers who'd been there for a while, you know, in their late 30s, early 40s. And they were like, we're going to be here tomorrow. We're going to be here. And they're like, Newton, you'll be here tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, I guess if we're, if there's school, if it's open, I'm going to be here. Um, so now everybody's very happy because they, they e-learned. So I don't know what, I don't know what that's going to can consist of tomorrow. Me, there's the kindergarten, the kindergarten teacher who is going to have two rooms of kindergarten because the other teacher, one of the other kindergarten teachers is out after surgery. So I was, I said to the principal, I go, well, whose room, whose zoom room am I supposed to do? Cause the teacher you got me down helping is not there. Am I supposed to just open my room and let the kids come in? He's like, no, we're going to move all the two kindergarten classes together. So you go in this. So there's going to be like four adults in this crazy zoom room with about 30 kindergarten kids. Uh, it should be fun. I probably won't throw myself out the window till noon. Wow. That's yeah, gonna be crazy, oh. crazy. But Debbie's happy because she's had to shovel the last two times, the last two snows. Because I was in school and then oh. I was out of town. Yeah. So she had to shovel. She don't like it. Well, now you can shovel in between. Oh, I can shovel. Kids oh, into yeah, shovel. I could shuttle kids. I could help. I bet it's yeah. It's uh, it's just been crazy. Just so so that I'm happy. I'm happy because everybody. How do I teach kindergarten on Zoom? Well, Mike, I guess you're gonna have to tune in uh, later and find out. You give them assignments, and then I think like the older kids, it's easy. Fifth grade, you just go, okay, here's your assignments, blah blah blah, and everything's on these apps that where you can share the the assignments and all that. And then you just go, okay, it's eight thirty. Here's your work. Everybody, come check back at ten. And the teachers, because of the way these apps are, the teachers can monitor the work in real time. So you can, like, if I give you this, it's one of them is class kick and the other one's seesaw. And so you assign all these things and the kids go in and start. And as they're working, you can pull up their screen and see what they're working on or if they're not working at all. Mm -hmm. And then you go, Oh, rats, you doing? So, but kindergarten, I think a lot of it'll be, we go off into little break rooms and, I don't know. I did puppet shows. Look, it's a dog. 
Oh, Mr. Noonan, you taught us so much. I go, I know. Look, woo. It's my thumb. It'll be fun. That's what we're going to teach. I'm going to tell them, go out in the snow. Hey, kids, you ever seen a yellow snow cone? All right, here's what you do. <laughs> Run out in the snow, you and your dog. Don't eat it. Don't eat yellow snow. Watch out where those huskies go. Don't you eat that yellow snow. It's a Frank Zappa song. It's going to be fun. Is it really? Yeah. You've never heard that that Frank Zappa song? Don't eat yellow snow? No. You know, I think I, I've heard of it. I've, I've probably heard it. But I've heard of, heard I it. have heard of it now that you mention it. I just hadn't thought of it in a while. Well, who does? Who thinks of it? Who, why would I think of it? I don't know. I'm a dope. We've been listening to so, uh, all right, you're you're a big podcast uh, monster. You're a big yeah. streaming guy. What'd you think of this? Uh, what'd you think of this Neil Young Joe Rogan kerfuffle that's been going on? So I think I saw like I saw a headline or the subject line of an email, and I didn't look into it. I knew that uh, I know Joe Rogan like made comments to NBC News about his show. Well, he put out yeah he put out a video the other night. He that's like right. a nine minute video. That yeah. he recorded and he was he was like listen uh i'm a neil young fan i got nothing against neil young and maybe i can uh you know maybe i can't bring people on that have other opinions and get uh, the conversation going this was never meant to be uh you know he basically went hey man i'm a comedian and i talk about the stuff i want to talk about it wasn't meant to be medical it's just live the conversation but i i get it and so i'll do my i'll maybe i could try to bring on people with other points of view and take the conversation in different directions and do that kind of stuff. But he didn't what seem did, mad at anybody. What did Neil Young say? What Neil Young basically said he did not want to be on a platform that promoted so much disinformation regarding COVID. And you could have, and he said to Spotify, you can have Young or Rogan, but you can't have both. And so Spotify, which paid Joe Rogan $100 million, and Joe huh 300 million was it 300 i believe it was i thought it was 100 either way it Maybe was a lot 100. of it was a lot of millions but joe rogan's podcast gets 11 million listeners an episode 11 million that's only about that's only about 3 million more than we get every episode that was 100 million you were right i bet i know yeah, i let you listen i let you come at me let you come at me like a fourth grader turn into a joe rogan podcast huh I was just fact checking because I don't want this to turn into. Oh, a listen! I'm not Mister Misinformation here. I am not. Uh, so Joni, yeah, Joni Mitchell left as well. Um, but yeah, I thought you know at first I was like, oh man, Neil Young, you can't try to censor somebody else. And then I was thinking, you know, at least Neil Young put his money where his mouth is. You know, he said he makes quite a bit of money on Spotify. Who knows? Whatever. Um, but he left. Then Joni Mitchell left. Weird thing, both of them, childhood polio survivors. So maybe that's why they're so gung-ho about, uh, you know, not having vaccine misinformation. Mm. Uh, I made the mistake of sticking up for, uh, for Neil Young a little bit and uh, saying that Joe Rogan had on guests who, were, who purported to be experts who were not. I did that the other day in Milwaukee. Ooh, that didn't go over well with some of the yahoos. And I had to snap. And I told, uh, I go, listen, you can disagree with me, but so the, the texts were all coming in about, you know, basically anti-vaxxers trying to prove that, you know, how do you know these guys are wrong? What do you believe? It's the same. We've talked about it before. The people who believe everybody's lying, everybody. 
so they could feel special. So everybody's lying. And I was like, I don't want to hear from you. If you're going to call in with your anti-vax garbage, I'm done with you. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to listen to you. And, you know, basically F off. I didn't say that, but yeah, that was the mode. Yeah. Um, so in terms of what I think, so um, I think that um, people take certain media and like the media environment. I think people take certain things for granted. Um, like we all just assume, right? It, there's just a base assumption that people should be able to jump on a podcast or uh, be interviewed somewhere or throw out a YouTube video or whatever, that it's like their thoughts and it's just their thoughts, right? Right. The problem with that is that that overlooks the basic tenet of human psychology. And, and there's a very, like, very, very well documented one that uh, a lot of times people will believe and kind of like encode in their brains the first thing that they hear. Right. Um, that's why a lot of science uh, communicators and psychologists uh, suggest that the best way to really combat conspiracy theories uh, and misinformation is to put out the correct information and get people to consume that as widely as possible, as quickly mm -hmm. as possible first. Like, for example, if you didn't know anything about NFTs at all and you never right. really liked it, and I came on this show last week and I was like, all NFTs are a scam. It's a money laundering thing. Nobody, blah, blah, blah then it could be a bunch of BS or whatever. And sure. then you can hear like 15 interviews with people like what I talked about last week, where I was like, no, they're this and this and this. But your brain isn't necessarily going to change its mind. Um, and so there is like, even there, there is inherent damage done by platforming a person who's talking about a public health issue, such right. as COVID, if you hear them before you hear other people. And a lot of, you know, a big problem with a lot of the, uh, a lot of the. Um, yeah, but I mean, a lot of, I'm guessing, uh, I don't know the exact percentage, but I'm guessing a large amount of Joe Rogan's audience is pre was predisposed to believe that line of thinking anyway. And then when he came out and talked about how he battled it, you know, that puts more fuel on the fire or more, more proof to that side of the argument. But even if they weren't, though, like like Alex Jones uh, is kind of insane. I think mm -hmm. kind of, if not very completely out of his mind. Yeah, he's a loon. And the way he talks about stuff is, a, he talks about things in a way that can that can convince almost anybody that what he's saying has some truth. Like, really, you think so? There's a lot of the way he presents things comes off as crackpot if if you go into it like with a certain attitude, like knowing this guy is a crackpot. Yeah. But if you're suggestible or or you have a mistrust of authority, or you don't even have to be a big conspiracy theorist or like a crazy person, like he can get you to question certain things that shouldn't be questioned. I think like he really right. can. If you, if you just, if you immerse yourself in that rabbit hole and you go listen to like a three hour conversation, like even he can kind of like get people a little off base. Right. And that's the issue is, is, is that when you have compelling guests that are good at communicating, 
and they come and they say like, what about this and that? If they're good enough at it, they can get even a person who is pro a certain thing to question something a little bit and not in a good way. Like I think a lot of things should be questioned. Like there are conspiracy theories that I support because governments do horrible things all the time and lie about it. This is extremely well documented. You can't argue with that. That's a fact. No, no one is arguing uh, with that point. And uh, yeah, so uh, no, I know you wouldn't, but just um, anybody watching, you know, listening, you know. So um, anyway, I don't know. What all I'm saying is that like there is inherent damage in platforming yes. a person like that, and I don't know what the solution is. Well, uh, the so I mean, Spotify had went speaking of Alex Jones. They pulled an episode of Joe Rogan's podcast that had Alex Jones. They pulled an episode that had a fascist sympathizer on. Uh, now they've decided they're going to put a uh, kind of a warning label or disclaimer on on his shows that have medical discussions. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's fine, whatever, you know, you can do that. Um, but I, I don't listen. I have no I've listened to Joe Rogan's podcast. I enjoy it. I got no issue with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, I do. I've always had an issue with people who spread misinformation now some of the you know some of the argument has become well stuff that you know two years ago when they were saying it was misinformation now it's kind of proved true yeah but some of it hasn't you know and some of the people he has on that he couches as experts in a field they're not and so that goes to your point that if you if you sell someone as an expert and you you know, they've got published reports and, you know, peer reviews and blah, blah, blah. And they're saying, you know, the, the vaccine could actually kill you or yes, horse dewormer does work and blah, blah, blah. There is damage there. So I don't, I don't want Joe Rogan to be pulled off or deplatformed. I like the idea of if the podcast is focused on medicine to put, you know, these are opinions this is not whatever whatever their disclaimer is going to be from Spotify. Yeah. So, but I think you know if you're if you're a guy like Neil Young or somebody like Joni Mitchell and you you feel like you have to make a stand. The the problem was there were people who were going oh they're you know they're just looking for they're just looking for a little attention they're not relevant anymore they're da da da. No, they're they're people who have built a career and they have a name and a following and they're putting they're putting their money where their mouth is and they're just saying we don't want to be where this is and if you're going to have it we're going to go and okay you know and both neil young neil young came out and said he didn't have a problem with joe rogan this was before rogan's thing and rogan said he didn't have it. so i don't know it was just it was a huge thing but then other artists were starting to do it then there were rumors of different artists that were going to do it you know people, oh barry manilow is going to leave well barry manilow didn't leave you know with a barry manilow um and so it's it was just a whole Whole crazy thing, but then I get I get very antsy when you start talking about censorship, you know, and free speech and not free speech, and some free speech is okay, but not all free speech is okay. And uh, drawing the line, it's like mm, mm. it's a tough it's a tough road to hoe when it comes to public health, you know. That that's that's like fire in a burning building, you know. With, that's with, not free yes. speech that's protected. When it comes to public health, yeah, that and that's because I, I, you know, and I also listen to Joe Rogan. I'm listening to an episode right now. I'm you should to be listening to this. You, you should be focusing on what we're doing right now. No, I've got headphones on. I'm listening to Joe Rogan right now. I'm not listening. Who's he to talking you. to? Anybody good? Uh, no, no All idea. Right. Somebody. 
somebody, some Yahoo. No, but I'm in the middle of uh, uh, one of his podcasts, and yeah, I, I enjoy him from time to time. Um, yeah. Uh, and I enjoy um, Sam Harris's podcast, uh, even though I there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things about that Sam Harris thinks that I vehemently disagree with. Um, <laughs> But he has great guests, and um, I think he raises interesting points sometimes. So his argument for the whole free speech thing is because people want Sam Harris to have like Brett Weinstein on his podcast, um, Brett Weinstein, Weinstein, whatever. Um, yeah, Brett Weinstein, Weinstein, whatever. Whoever he is, he is, he is, he is one of the dumbest individuals I've ever heard talk. Uh, I feel stupider every time he opens his mouth. He's this like public intellectual uh, that like used to be a professor until he like right. raised a stink about something and then like got I don't know got sick of the campus so he and his wife left and now he has this terrible podcast where he just like God. lies about stuff. Um, he is actually one of the stupidest people I've ever heard talk. Um, <laughs> he's he like gets like kind of like grouped in with this like intellectual dark web with like Jordan B. Peterson and like Sam Harris and then like Brett oh, Weinstein geez. and a couple other people, but like. Brett Weinstein is legitimately the stupidest person I've ever heard talk. So he, people want uh, Sam Harris to have him on his podcast because Brett Weinstein has been having basically anti-vaxxers come on. And then like, I'm just asking questions, like pull that whole thing. Oh, like, I'm going to have him on and I'm just asking questions. And Sam Harris mm. had a really compelling argument that he's just like, I understand that I'm just asking questions. Bit works in a lot of different situations, but not in a public health emergency. And right. when you're introducing doubt into a system where there's an overwhelming consensus among the scientific community globally on how we should prevent and protect and treat this condition and how the vaccines work and their safety and their efficacy and every government in the world and all the data scientists in the world are essentially coming to the same conclusions that is not the time to just be asking questions right you're not just asking questions right because when you're just asking a question about a public health emergency you can get somebody killed you can get their family killed mm -hmm. and it's really bad you can get very people get very sick so it's really bad so that, that's I, th I thought he, he he laid out a good case that goes to your point right like yeah. censorship and all that like you know free there's you know you don't want to you don't want it to become like a you know you've got to take it kind of case by case and like i think when it comes see to but that, that part i don't you well, what do you think you can't take it case by case it's got to okay. be all or nothing but that's well, I where I, I get mean, caught. I don't mean individual case by case. I mean like topic by topic, more like that. Like, well, yeah, like okay, all right. So when it comes, yes, I that I understand. Where you're, you know, something yeah. like this, where it's where disinformation and misinformation can can actually cost lives. There yeah. has to be some oversight, mm -hmm. you know. But you know, then it then I worry that it'll be all right. Well, what if it's speech that we really find disgusting well we still got to let that go you know we still gotta we still gotta let nazis speak or we still gotta let whatever um but yeah so i've, I've been torn i've been torn because i don't want to i don't want to come down on the well it's free speech but let's qualify it but it is qualified already in some areas yeah, I don't know. I, I've been I've been flummoxed all week, Cody. I've been batting this back and forth. Well, Brian, there's this idea that like in some thinkers and people, you can quote famous people or whatever, of saying I'd love like to. 
um, the mark of like intelligence is being able to listen to an idea and then not necessarily agree with it or right. something or like to listen to an idea that you to entertain an idea and then not agree with it. Something along those lines, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the problem is that we in America don't really teach critical thinking skills of no, people. That is true. So like, so like you put a Nazi on a podcast and he talks about killing a group of people. Like, some people aren't smart enough to understand that like they should they should come to their own conclusion that maybe that's a really bad thing (laughs) oh that person had this idea so it must be good like people aren't our society is not great at that whole thing right what do you think of that i i agree we we don't teach critical thinking there's well and, and it's as simple as people who don't get sarcasm or so if we can't trust people to get jokes and sarcasm uh, how do we expect them to discern when it comes to serious topics? Mm-hmm. They can't. And everybody's initial reaction is that makes me uncomfortable or I don't agree. So get it away from me or shut it down altogether. And yeah. that's, that's the danger. It's just like, just like that Tennessee school board last week that decided they were going to ban a book about the Holocaust. It was. It's a graphic novel called Mouse. It just won a Pulitzer Prize. This book. Mouse. They banned it. They banned Mouse because of seven curse words, and one. Uh, I guess there's one mouse woman who's naked. So they banned it, and one of the school board members was like, "So one of the school board members was like, why are we promoting this kind of stuff?" Who's promoting Nazism? Nobody's promoting the Holocaust. It's it's teaching history through a way that will engage that will engage young readers so they can learn and we cannot repeat the horrible atrocities of the past. And it's written by a guy who's interviewing his father who was a Holocaust survivor. This is insane. So it no, is insane. But this is but this is where we're going. We're getting more and more, everything is getting more and more divided. Things are getting further and further apart. And now we think that just be, and they they put it under the critical race theory. Well, we can't have books to teach critical race theory. Hold on. Teaching about the horrors of the Holocaust is critical race theory? No, people, <laughs> Who are we people, being critical of, the Nazis? No, no. Context stopped mattering decades ago. Like, well, it feels like decades ago. Context just stopped mattering, right? Right. Like, it's, uh, it's very stupid. Remember the Saturday Night Live sketch uh, where... No, I think it was maybe it was a South Park. There was an episode of South Park where they renamed the Washington Redskins, um, and they gave it. No, it was a Colbert. It was Colbert okay. got in trouble. <laughs> Do you remember? Colbert no. had a sketch, and I don't remember if it was on the late show or if it was when he was doing the Colbert Report. But there was this controversy with. Hold on, Colbert Redskins controversy. He had, um, he did a sport report on Comedy Central, okay. and he talked about the Washington Redskins name controversy. And so he was like, basically, he was like, because Col- all right, because Colbert was lampooning like far right wing talk show hosts, right? That was his whole right. thing. And he was, he basically was just like. 
the PC police continue to say that the, the Redskins has an offensive name. And then he's like, well, now I'm going to, um, I'm going to give you this. Uh, they, they like, I don't know. They, they came up with this, um, a bunch of other really offensive names yeah. and then like named a character and like made fun of basically like Asian people. Um, using a similarly like right that's red redskins is offensive to like american indians sure. he used some like basically anti-asian language to lampoon and satirize and make fun of the redskins and make them feel bad and like give another perspective to where people are like oh what they're doing to this group of people because like many people may not know an american indian but most of us know an asian right a person of asian sure. Heritage, right? So it was like making it more relatable, but like immediately, like hashtag cancel Colbert started, and people okay. are just like, and people are just like, cancel Colbert. He said anti Asian things, and it's like, no, no, no. He literally was making fun of the Redskins owners and lampooning it by bringing, you know what I mean? Like, right, but they don't, people always hear what they want to hear. Yeah, that was from they, three years ago. Five, no, it was from. Seven, eight years ago, eight years ago, this happened. Jeez. So that's when context stopped mattering. But, All right. Um, so eight years ago, context. I it may have been before that, but do you you bring up a good example of that timeline? So yeah. I, I would go with you on that. That might yeah. uh, that might work. No, but I hate that when people are like, "Oh, I'm going to take a thing out of a book or take this out of that or like whatever." It's just, uh, it's yeah, it's it's very annoying. Um, yeah, people are dumb. People you are made me think of something else. Too. I don't know. I hope it's something controversial. No, it's never something controversial. Damn it! I mean, Why not? I don't controverse. Why I not? metaverse. Who isn't going to metaverse? Everybody's going to metaverse soon. It's going to be true. fun. It's going to be fun to be metaversing. Um. Yeah, it's gone. I don't remember. <laughs> That's very it was sad. Before the whole bear thing, you were talking about. Um. People, things being canceled. You were talking about the school board canceling that thing, which was very mouse. Bad. The mouse book. Uh, hmm. Boy, we got off track. Yeah, before the mouse. Thing, rent. Why did you talk? Why did you bring up mouse? Why did you bring up the school board censorship and free speech and uh, I don't know. Yeah, censorship and free speech. And stuff. I don't, know. I I don't know, man. If you go off on a tangent, I you got to bring it back. Oh man, was I the one on the? Have you learned or? nothing from me? Was it a tangent from another tangent? I'm not sure. I don't know. It was a jumping. You took something I said as a jumping off point, and you yeah. went with it, which was good. It was very interesting and, and cogent, cogent yeah. facts. But then you got to bring it back. You got to bring it back around, man. I don't know what to tell you. Well, it's gone forever. Well, huh? uh, hiding the lead. Dry January is over. What I am not drinking. I have. Uh, I've decided. I'm. I'm going to see. I. I'm going to drink. I will drink again. But it's Tuesday, so I didn't want to, you know. Uh, right now, I have water in an Incredible Hulk glass. That's what I'm. That's what I'm drinking. Tap water in an Incredible Hulk glass. Um, I thought about it, and I'm trying. Like, this is a weird. If now we're going to delve into some deep psychological garbage. So, like, years ago when I started losing all the weight, I I put my willpower to the test, and I succeeded greatly. But then, because of my mental state, I realized I, like, I thought once I lost all the weight, my life would change completely. And it didn't really. I mean, some things changed, not everything changed. Anyway, that led to, you know, putting on some weight again. Well, now I've proven 
that I could for at least 31 days. And you know how much I love a beer. I haven't had a beer, or a glass of wine, nothing for 31 days. So I'm like, okay, now let's push that and see if I can get back in that mindset for uh, food and everything else to get myself back where I want to be. So we are not, uh, we're not drinking yet. I know at least, you know, here's the goal. I make it to uh, February 26th when we're going to be celebrating Mardi Gras here at the house. Then I only have to have one or two beers and I'm blotto. Mr. Nice. I'm a cheap date, very cheap date, but I don't know when it'll, I, I'm not like, I haven't quit drinking. I'm just testing myself willpower wise, you know? And after the first week, it wasn't, you know, it was like, all right, that's just part of the thing. And it's, you know why it's getting harder? Because I keep scrolling through Instagram and I see all these breweries that I love putting out these beers that sound fantastic. And I'm like, oh man, that would be, and it's not, listen, I could have, there's, I opened a bottle of wine two days ago for, for a recipe. I needed some wine for a recipe. So the open bottle of wine, the bottle of wine is on the counter and I could have had a glass of wine with dinner tonight because I got an e-learning day tomorrow. So I may not even wear pants to work. Who knows? Ooh. I could be. So that's it. Who what? Uh, speaking of uh, good beers, I went to Revolution on Sunday. You did? Yeah, oh. yeah just to pick up a beer. Because, uh, well, actually, I had a couple of friends over, and uh, one of them, we were playing a board game on Sunday. And yeah. uh, he was like, well, I can't finish the game because I got to catch the train. And I was like, I'll just drive you in. It's like 30 minutes. Um, what the heck? The baby will get to sightsee a little bit. So, uh, Nothing like taking to, the baby to the brewery? Yeah, well, he well he sat in the car with the baby while I went to the brewery. He lives like a <laughs> like two blocks away from the brewery. But uh, I picked up a four pack of VSOR. Oh yeah, how was it? I haven't tried it yet. Oh, I have a four pack. So I was gonna have if I had one right now, I would literally fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, but it's these very special old Ryeway. It's fifteen point four percent. They were sold out uh, when I got it, but I'll save you one because I have so much beer. I have so much beer. I, I do too. I've had a double barrel toasted uh, Bourbon County Stout in my fridge, ready to drink. I was going to have one with my dad at Christmas. Then we ended up not doing that because we had too much wine. Okay. Uh, I was going to have one later. I had a couple of friends over one time. I was going to split. Like I've never, I haven't been able to split it with anybody. So next time I see you, you may luck out. That's the one that like is like fifty five dollars retail. Yeah, that's crazy. That one yeah. was rough. So I mean, you've already tried it, I know, but uh, but yeah, just a. A wee little oh, sample yeah. back in the day. Oh, I'd love to bust that open. I was going to, you know, I got a lot of, a lot of exciting social it events. Sounds, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to some of that. I've got, I've got a ton of it too. And, and I've got, you know, Debbie and Molly gave me a, a bottle of a new bottle of bourbon for Christmas and I got the big ice tray, you know, now with the big cube, so I can have a nice little I gave you some, of course. I gave you some. Yourself. Yes, you gave me some bourbon. Uh, well, they gave me bourbon. You gave me bourbon county. Um, but, yeah, so, like I said, I'm not done drinking. I'm just – I can feel that it's, start, it's helping with the, the weight already, you know? So, now we'll see. But, yeah, all of a sudden, because Debbie wasn't drinking either, just because. And so now all of a sudden we got all this beer – in the basement, we have all this wine that we ordered because we were drinking wine like you know we were Italians, and <laughs> it's fine. It'll all nothing goes bad. It's all just sitting down there. 
it's cellared, Cody. That's what I like to say. Sure, when I put the, when I put it in the basement, it's cellared. Totally cellared. Totally Speaking of the basement, how's your exercise bike going? How much laundry's on there? <laughs> There's no laundry on there. Uh, mm. I I used it last week. I haven't used it this week because I've been on dad duty. Um, yes, but I got a very intense workout on Thursday, but I can't really talk about it on this podcast okay that is cryptic i carried a bunch of really heavy stuff a very long distance um that's really Did you kill someone and have to drag a body is your wife really not in mexico oh my god this is organic matter uh no i i was carrying some equipment um were you shooting a porn in your basement? I was helping someone move some equipment out of the city. It was not stolen. Um, but wow. I really, I like, you threw that in a little too quick. I can't really. It was all legal. Um, <laughs> nothing untoward was happening, but I, it's kind of confidential. I can tell okay. you off here, but all right. wow. I had to carry a bunch of really heavy stuff a very long distance. It was equipment related and production equipment related, and this I was sore. Fascinating. For like, I was sore for like three days, um, so it didn't fall off the back of a truck. It sounds no, no, like no, it, I, sounds like you might have been the guys who hijacked the truck. No, it's and then just ran like, away with it. I can't. I no. I that's okay. I'm not pushing you to say. You said you can't say. It's just it's a, the story a, is. It you can see why our curiosity would be peaked. No, of course. I know. The way I frame that is very strange. Anyway, Andrew's sitting in a dark room wearing all black. I don't, I don't know what's going on with you anymore. That's technically blue, but there's no yeah, light. Yeah, there's no light. So, okay, so I've been telling my parents and every friend that's visited for nine months, oh, I'm going to get an electrician and we're going to put sconce lights above the fireplace. Oh, nice. A fire, an, an electrician is coming over next Wednesday night to actually put sconce lights or to actually really? give me an estimate for putting uh, sconce lights over the fireplace. But once he gives me the estimate, he's a local guy. I don't know why I would say no to him. He's got all five-star reviews. He's like lived in Lombard forever. So I'm just like, you know what? This guy seems decent. Uh, some reviews are like, he's got he's well-priced. He knows what he's doing. Okay. He's working on older houses because Lombard has a fair number of older houses. Yeah. So going to call it a day and I'll finally get them. And then once they're installed, maybe the lighting in my living room won't suck. So, oh. well, you, you know, you guys just sit there watching TV, right? Yeah. And when people come over, they, they're playing spooky board games. So the lighting's probably fine. Well, we play or you board sit games. at your table. No. Yeah. We don't do board games in a coffee table. You got to hunch over. All right. Listen, I, I don't cast judgment on your games, gamesmanship. I don't know. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen a gaming table? A gaming table, like I've seen, uh, I've seen tables that people have when they're if they're going to play poker or something. Oh you know, no, 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 no. Kinda, There's actual for gaming for board games like you play the fantasy board games or whatever you call them. Get ready. What do you call them? Get ready. I can't Learn wait. About wormwood tables and furniture. Are you ready? What? This is not yeah. Gonna be as, this is not going to be as involved as NFTs last week, but can I? That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. We're going to learn. Yeah, I could share this. What this is wormwood tables. Here we go. Oh, Wormwood, W-Y-R-M. Do you have a Wormwood gaming table? Hell no. They're so expensive. Yeah, but look at those. They got You got to scroll that up so we can see the little uh, poster deals that those guys are putting. I got to resize the window. I can't see anything. Oh, my gosh. There's a crown. What's he crown? Is this a 
What's he cranking? He's cranking. Look at this. Here we go. But I don't get what he's cranking. Boom, pull out that crank. Is that oh, a glory that's... hole? What kind of hole is that? <laughs> what kind of games are you playing at the house? Oh, you they crank it out so they can put more leaves in there? Or a different top? No, they're just playing Dixit. You don't need a gaming table for that. This is a terrible, this is a terrible <laughs> video. Are you upset because of the game or the table? No, I'm upset because of that's a the, the table, yeah. All right. No, come on. Oh, wait, that was a lift mechanism, that jobber with the uh, right, crank. You can get these. Oh, he's got holders. cup holders and wine glass holders. Component organizers. Oh, I thought those were chocolates. You put what your dice on. Card oh. shelves. Wow. You can pull up array of wood options. The master shelf. What's the master shelf? There's a battle mat overlay. So when you pull the leaves off the table, there's an actual battle mat underneath. You can draw on with a dry erase marker. And what is that? Out. What what kind of game is that that you'd need a battle mat? Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there is or an oh acrylic God. overlay for map, for whatever kind of map you want to put on there. Holy it goes cow. Right underneath. This isn't, this really isn't that great of a. I know, but I'm telling you, this is uh, quite a, quite a, what's, in a, what's one of those things run? What do you got to, what do you got to drop for that? That was like fifteen hundred, but there's there's hold on. Now you like, need a whole room though for that. That's got to be that you can't double that as a uh, dining room table, can you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, you I can. And I have a friend that has one, and uh, and he just pulls off the top, and like there's just a it's just kind of like a pit underneath it, and you can uh, not a pit, but like it's just recessed, and then you okay. put all the board game stuff down there. I'm gonna look for like a different there's a different vendor that has like really good um really good board games that's at gen con every year but i i can't find them it's i don't think it's wormwood maybe it is uh, let me try one more let me try All one right. more. let's try the wrath skellers here we go the wrath skellers here we go. you can get some very here's the counselor table oh hold on here we go. Check this out. Oh, this hey. is craziness. All right. But again, you now you have to be you have to play games all the time for to justify something like oh, this. Oh yeah, don't you? look at this. Look at this. You like pull that off, and then you can like stick all your cards in there, and you get the the deal. Let's Dude, you got to hit up your dad. I saw the table he made for your son for the Legos. He could whip you up one of these gaming tables. Oh, he totally could. Here we go. The hive, the grand hexagonal table. <laughs> the grand hexagonal. I made in Greece or something. Here we go. I don't care about the wood quality. Give me pictures of it. IoT ready. It's Internet of Things ready. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Um, there's a just there's just a. I know I'm scrolling really fast. There's a bunch of crap. Give me pictures. Yeah, I don't know if you you know this. I can't read that fast. All right, they got the garrison. Let's look at the garrison. Here we go. It's got a bunch of drawers underneath it. White colored drawers. So you got all that stuff. There's a bunch of simple storage space. That I don't. Here we go. Look at that. You put the board games underneath. You got wow. like little trays that pop out where you can put your little pieces and stuff. It's an innovative aluminum rail system. <laughs> all right, you are. There. This is you are looking at this like a lot of guys would look at some sort of pornography. You. This is. I can tell you're. It's uncomfortable how excited you are about these tables. Are you planning spring? on getting one? Have you run run this by your wife? I am not getting one. They are too expensive. Where's the? I don't know. You're you know you got your basement. You already got your exercise bike down there. 
there's uh, there's this guy using one. Look wow. at that. See, that's what it looks like. Look at how how happy those people are. People and look the, happy. A lot of hipsters thing, looking very happy. The thing is, Brian, you're always that happy if you're sitting at that table. Is that that's right? That works. Doesn't yeah. matter what you're now. What are they playing? Can you identify the games they're playing? Uh, they're yeah, they're playing laughing at their that, other players. That last one was code names. This game I have not played. It might be Twilight Imperium, but probably not. Now, let me yeah, ask but, you about these games. If yeah. I is there do you have to have been playing like for video games, you almost have to have been playing your whole life. For these board games, is it is it the same or can anybody learn how to play a board game? Anybody can learn how to play it. It just takes a while. I mean, I got a game with Casey that I played called Gloomhaven, where it took us like three hours to figure out the rules, but now we look at that. They just all the pieces just flew onto the map magically. Is that magic? Yeah. The tables are magic too? The tables are magic, yeah. Well you all can right, get well, that them makes sense. encanted by wizards before you order it. Ex so. Really? Now is that extra or is that part of the uh part of the price? It's extra, but look at this. They're putting pasta on the table and salad and wine, and then and they're going to sit down. I bet they're so going to do that boards. What, do they just flip the top, and then things get crazy? Yeah, what? How does it work? Well, no, what happens is a giant oh, something water just balloon. exploded on there. Yeah, yeah a water balloon liquids. falls and explodes in slow motion, and then everyone, they wipe it. And then underneath, watch, they're going to remove it, and there will be a bunch of people. Oh, look at that. Dry as a bone. Wow, that's crazy. Gloomhaven. This right here is the game that I play with Casey, and she learned. She and I learned that in about three hours. Look at how many pieces there are. That's insanity. And they have an app on the side. An app? Yeah, that's the character for I the play. game. Uh, an app for the game that goes. I don't need an app for the game, but they have it. Yeah, but this is Gloomhaven, and it's like very, very intense. Uh, it's really fun. We haven't played. And just really the two games. of you play that? Yeah, yeah. It's up to four players. Seems like a lot of work for two people. It is, it is. Yeah, you can put chargers in these tables. It's great. It's now, great. do you need a room with some uh, red lights like a, another bordello? You're 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 big on the red lights and the red curtains. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to have Do you need have that like lights. it was in the video? You got to um, – preferably red lights, no windows, no windows. And you want if you go to and from places when you buy board games, it should be like a big white windowless van. And you got to oh, make sure right? – you got to block a Costco gas pump if you're going. That I was behind some weird gamer. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Not sure. a serial killer. He was a weird gamer. 100%. I'm not a fan now. I'm very upset. Very, very upset. Well, that's, man, I don't know where you where you went off on that little tangent, but I enjoyed it. It was scary. It was scary how excited you were about furniture. Oh, you were talking about lighting. And then you said you can't play games on a on a coffee table. Yeah. Because you'd be hunched over. All right. Now, do you is your basement the kind of room where you could put a gaming table down there? Hundred percent. I might. Right. I might put a gaming table down there. That would be your man cave. That would be where you, things get crazy. You know the giant area rug that you have that I also have. Correct. Yes. With the squares on it. I do know it. When we moved into this uh, house, my wife was like, "I'm sick of that rug. We've Ooh. had it in our. It's been in our only leisure room since we met." Uh, our only leisure room so we just left and rolled <laughs> what does that mean our only leisure know. room well in a one-bedroom apartment right okay it was in your living room you've got a living room right okay yeah well but i had to say the one leisure room because if i said in our living room that might imply there are other rooms where you can relax but we only have we've only ever had one living room right okay um, all right anyway, she didn't want to roll it out so it's been in our garage for a year and a half oh no and then like 
a month or two ago, she just put it in the basement. And that's where I put, she put a little extra ch a rocking chair that we had that because she had two rockers when we gave, she gave a, a birth. Um, she, she put one down there and then that's where I put the exercise bike and I've got a little TV down there. So it's like a mini living room setup. Yeah. Um, so I could easily put a little table on that and I could game down there. I, I don't know why I would, cause I've got this floor, but you know, I'll tell you what, I enjoy a house with a finished basement. I don't know what it is. Uh, well, in our last house, that's where we, that's where we set up the family room and the TV and everything else. Oh, great basement. Yeah. This house, uh, we have a finished basement. It's kind of small and there's a lot of stuff, but there's an area now where, you know, we had this big giant braided rug that used to be when we first bought it, it was for our kitchen or dining room. Then it was in the basement at the last place and it's down there and it's open and there's a, you know, chair and a love seat down there. And I said to Debbie the other day, I go, this would be a great, cause we've put up a, a six foot folding table down there to do various things. And I'm like, we could, we could put like a poker table or something down here, but we, you know, we go down there and do the laundry and go to the bathroom. That the you know wake up the dogs. <laughs> it's but it's down there. It's able to be used. Uh, the Wi-Fi works because I've gone down there with my computer and like when I'm rapid presents or doing other projects down there, I can put Netflix on. So I know we could run. You know, we could watch stuff. And do you be entertained? Play? Do you have friends that play poker? I don't have friends. Right. Um, and I'm fine. And that's you know, it's too late to make friends. So I'm just, I'm kind of stuck where I am. So no, uh, I don't. I enjoy, uh, I don't know, but it, it's one of those things that you go, oh, that would be fun. And then then you think about it for a minute and you go, there's absolutely no reason for me to get a game table. I don't have anybody to play games with. Like if we play cards or something, we just play at the dining room table. Um, we got, I got Debbie, because we've never had it, I got our Cards Against Humanity. Well, you need more than two people to play it. Yeah. So I got to get some people. I got to figure out a game thing. I got to get some people uh, to play games. You know, you play games, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to come here and play games. I have a lot of booze. I'll go to your place and play games. What are you talking I, about? I bribe, I bribe people with food and booze. We'll make some of that buffalo chicken dip you like. I have. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, then I got to bring my baby because. Well, then you can, we, can, we can send a baby bag home or we could sit him up. We've got a little uh, Walter's, uh, you know, Walter's cage is up here. He could go and sleep in there. There's a lot of nice towels and blankets in there. Oh, right. If the baby needs to sleep. I don't know if he could sleep at a regular people bed, but if not, he could sleep at Walter's house. Probably Walt. Yeah, probably Walter's house might be the better. That'd be good. Yeah. You know, we could put uh, if you want, I can get one of those bottles that hang like a gerbil bottle or something. Yeah. You know, when you get. <laughs> I couldn't even, I could, I, I don't, one, I don't think your baby would fit in Walter's house because Walter, oh, Walter, we got the, read the riot act the other day because Walter came to stay for the weekend again, but he had been to the vet and the vet told him he was fat, Oh, but only like two pounds. So Molly went on the war path. You can't give him any treats. You can't give him any food from the table. You can't, blah, 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 blah. like, listen, the amount of time he's over here, um, I don't think we're the reason. And Debbie's like, no, it's winter. You haven't been going for your long walks, this and that. No, but you guys give him too many treats. I'm like, well, okay. What do you want me to do? And I didn't know. I, I knew all this, but I didn't say anything. And then we were having dinner and I tore off the tiniest piece. Like, you know, in the Grinch where Cindy Lou, who, 
uh, is gets up and the Grinch takes the last crumb of food that was even too small for the other who's mouses. That's the size crumb I gave to Walter. And Molly lost her mind. I told you, you got seriously, don't, don't do it. Don't feed him off the table. I'm like, listen, okay. I said, but what are you know, what am I gonna do? He's gonna see, he's gonna see all the other dogs and he's gonna get upset. He's gonna be mad. He's gonna think I'm, you know, mean to so we had to start uh, breaking up rice cakes, plain rice cakes, and giving him just a little piece. So like Gidget and lots of my dogs, they get treats when they come in. Well, Walter wants something. We still gave him a few treats. I don't care. <laughs> She's like, you're practicing for when you have grandchildren. And, I go, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to spoil them too. That's going to be yeah, my right. if, if you ever have children and you give them to me for a day, they're going to be spoiled. That's the breaks. That's the, I think that's in the grandparent bylaws. Yeah. So I will also spoil Walter. And, you know, if he gets a treat here and there, he gets a treat. What am I going to do? Here, here's the thing. You don't want him to have treats? Pay to board him somewhere. They won't give him any treats. Comes over here. We're going to play with him. He's going to have fun. He's going to wrestle with the other dogs, and he might get a treat. Because now he knows. Now he, he 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 comes in, and he just sits, and he stares at me. And he cocks his head a little. He'll just stare and just wait. If I'm in the kitchen, he just waits. I used to do that at WGN whenever I'd get there. I'd I know. Sit there and Well, listen, looking at me and, yeah, looking at me and just gazing on me as I, you know, put together the big show, cobble together the – BS that we were going to blather about. Right. Uh, Marta says, if you adjust his regular meals, Walter's food intake should be okay. Walter doesn't eat that much. Walter eats very little. And, um, you know, I don't know. What, listen, he's with her 90% of the time. So I don't know what she's giving him over there. You know, who knows? So she came to pick him up and I go, we had a little incident. And she's like, what happened? I said, Walter ate a ham. <laughs> she, that. she did. She did. She, He's like, no, he didn't. I go, yeah, an entire six-pound hand. He ate it right out of the can. Gelatin and all. So we couldn't stop him. Why would you say that? I don't know. Because I'm a jerk. <laughs> and I think it's funny to see you get so wound up because your dog your dog ate an imaginary ham. That's why. <laughs> oh, I, think man. It's, I just think it's funny. And I like the visual of Walter opening a canned ham and eating the whole thing. You know, the, just things I find amusing. Maybe that's an NFT, drawing a Walter eating a ham. That would be fun. Oh, I thought you were going to say things you find amusing. That'd be, that'd be a lot of NFTs. Things I find, oh, it'd be a whole series. Yeah. Brian V. Brian V with my doodles, things I find yeah, amusing. What would the V stand for? For very entertaining. Brian, very entertaining. Brian, <laughs> very entertaining. Oh, man. There's Roger. Roger, I owe you an email. <laughs> I didn't Roger, have time. Roger, just been... jumping in. Why is Cody in the dark? I've been watching my child. Uh, just my equipment. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it, it's temporary. It doesn't um, matter. Uh, it's not your business. But yes, I will actually. I, I, yeah, that's behind on things. Um, Mike said he had pizza and play tested a game at Cards Against Humanity headquarters. That's really awesome. They are from just outside of Chicago. I think they're really? in Skokie. Yeah, because the guy went to North. No, hold on. The guy, one of the founders grew up in Glenview. Okay. Because one of my friends, my friend Meredith went to high school with him. And I think it was, I think it was Glenview. Um, 
And so I know he's from the suburban area. And I, I think Cards Against Humanity HQ, I think it's in Evanston, maybe Skokie, but I know it's maybe it's, yeah, in it's, it's somewhere it's around in Chicago well, land, right? I was um, looking so, and I, I've never played it. I've heard it's very fun. Um, when I went to buy it, I was looking at all these other ones and it always said, buy the original box first. So I bought her the original box, you know, right. the first, the first game said, so start with this one. So I'm dying to play cause I know it's, uh, it can be distasteful and rude and shocking. All the things I want in a game. You know? It's basically inappropriate things. We can play it next time you get, we hang out for sure. Four all right. Players is good. Um, well, why don't, yeah, we'll plan on, yeah, we'll play it. Uh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. It's super have you ever played can the baby play? Baby can probably play. Can you have you ever played apples to apples? Yes. Yeah. It's exactly that, but it's dirty words. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we have a bunch of games in the house. You'd think we were game players. We got all kinds of things. You know. Well, yeah, and I've 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 got a, a good balance of games, but I've got a good like uh catalog of games that are like accessible because my my wife is not a gamer right so i only have a couple i only have like one or maybe two like oh these are board games that take kind of a while to explain the rules to oh, and then okay play them. um but the the majority are more like accessible as they would say oh we like those yeah, yeah. i like that uh, Brenda, Brenda, Brenda you. thinks you're hilarious. Thank you, Brenda. I appreciate that. Yeah, you, man, you're carrying. Well, you are. You're carrying the load. I got nothing to say. What you? What is never that's true? That is you actually. are. Well, listen. You're a man in the dark, buying thing. Uh, you know, doing some mystery hauling. Who knows what could be a dead body? Could be video equipment. Well, I certainly wasn't hauling lights. That's for sure. Were you making snuff films in the basement? No, there were no people involved. Just me. Uh, just me. just you, no people. Just me. Yeah, I'll right. tell you the story next time I see you. I can't wait because it's it's now my interest is peaked. Now I know. Peaked. I, yeah, but I certainly was not not carrying anything light related. Actually, mm. that's a lie. There is lighting related stuff, but I'm not going to oh. set it up. All right. Um, because my office, like my office, looks like a tornado hit it. Now is that that's just from you dismantling, or is it the baby who's had his way? All of it, dismantling. Some stuff came in. Some stuff is going out. I've got empty boxes in there. I've got things I'm rearranging. I've got things I'm reorganizing. I've got holes I'm trying to set up to hang. Now, as you redo it, will you move out of your little nook and take over the whole room? Because you have a no. nice—that's a nice big office room. No, well, I mean no, the you're... office is—it's my office, right? Right. But I, I actually wanted, oh, didn't a founder, a co-founder of Cards Against Humanity resign because of some inappropriate behavior? Yeah, I don't remember if it was inappropriate behavior or stuff he said. Probably but said. Who knows? He did like step down or step back or something like that. One, all, one those, of the founders. all those big, crazy founders. I want to watch. There's a new uh, miniseries coming out about Uber and stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the founder of Uber and how, you know, took it. Took it huge and then was ousted. Oh. Yeah, so that'd be fun. Can't wait to watch that. But yeah, I so will wait, what were you saying? Oh, the Oh, the closet. Yeah, no, no, no. It's definitely yeah. in my closet. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just I'm 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 upgrading some stuff. I need to get a new desk in the next like Ooh. two weeks. Um in the so next two weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing a lot more video calls, uh, and I need like a better video call setup. It's weird because nice. I look out all my windows, which is great. Uh, I've got mm -hmm. this nice view in my backyard, and it's all bright. 
the problem is that doesn't really like I just get so blown out on my camera right, right. now on my computer that I'm just it's just I'm just like a white ghost. Maybe you um, need a nice pop up green screen. But it's not about the background; it's about the sunlight hitting me. So I don't know. Oh yeah, because if you face the window, it's going to wash out your face. That's if your thing. back is to the window, there, you're there backlit is, too much. There is one camera that I have that does come with software where I can actually adjust the lighting um, and the exposure. So with this with this software, so I, I could do that, but this is not end. Maybe you time. take it down to the basement. You make the dungeon into your studio. Oh, I don't want to do that. That'd be horrifying. You have a you have you have a nice view from your office now. You have a corner office in your own home. That's nice. I like a lot of people work their whole lives don't get a corner office. I know it's awesome. You've got one. So I have a shading system, Marta. But the thing is, like, I've got to like walk around my desk um, to like close some of the blinds, and then I've got other shades. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, I will have a better office soon. But this, uh, Brian, do you do this when you like? No. If I if I like when I was little, if I used to like clean my room, yes. what that would entail is just pulling everything out of everything all everything off the shelves like there's crap on the floor there's everything is just disaster so that i could just like tear the whole thing down and then i organize and sort and all that is that the way that is that normal um, at all yeah i think it's i think it's good we did that just minor the other day with a couple just like a couple cabinets and a couple drawers it was like everything comes out and only the good stuff comes back so i think when you're organizing a room that's fine and especially if you if you it sounds like you've like equipment has come and gone, so you need to reconfigure everything. Yeah. So yeah, you got to get it. It's almost like moving. You know, you got to pack everything, and then look at it and go, "All right, here, here, here. This is what we're going to do." Yeah. Because sometimes it's easier to start from scratch. Right. Than it is to, you know, make adjustments. Burn it all down, Cody. That's what I say. The whole house. Start from scratch. Take it down right. to the studs. And with like cabinets and stuff like that, right? Like I've got a bunch of crap in like the entertainment center, right? Under my TV. Like I can't, you know, I can't just like, you know, get in there and do, do, do. I got to like pull it's everything. all got to come out. Empty the whole thing and then figure out if I need any of it. Which I Well, that's the two behind me. Uh, both the, the one with the shelves and the other one. Those have to be completely emptied. And because there's just. Like the bookshelf one, it's anything just gets thrown in there. If I get a you know pair of headphones, the box goes in there. I mean, it's, so there's all there's like boxes of old Christmas cards. There's all kind of garbage, and it's like you yeah. can't like you say you can't just open it and go. All right, this has got to go. No, everything comes out. The place a mess for a couple of days, and then it's all better. So I don't know. You're. It sounds like you got a handle on it. Yeah. Can't wait to hear all these. Man, when is so? Is there ever going to be the big announcement show? Yeah, I like that Roger threw out the word scrim. He wants you to put some scrim over the windows. I I don't want to do that. He doesn't want to scrim his windows. And yes, Roger, that is sadly that is the Mars factory. But now you've told everyone where I live. So very sad. Yeah, it's the Mars the Mars chocolate uh, factory that's near my house is closing. Why? Uh, they're moving. They're moving somewhere else. Venus? They're consolidating. No, very good joke, though. Thank um, you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where they're. I can't remember where it said they're going. They're consolidating operations around the country. And yeah. so I will not get to, uh, I will not get to this. Well, I will. I don't get it anyway. 
But after I, I, I don't think it's closing for like two years. So everybody's all in a panic. Um, so for two years, Debbie and Molly can suck up the smells of Snickers bars. And, you know, I can pray that next year is our year for, uh, you know, the trick or treat side of the road again. Yeah. You know, I got to get that. No, Mike, no scrimshaw. We're not, listen, we don't, uh, we don't use whale bones. We don't do any carving on endangered species, uh, anatomies. That's not going to happen. I do like a good, a good scrimshaw reference. So a lot of people don't make a good scrimshaw reference. I mean, I might put up a scrim if I do a scrum first, but I don't really have time to do that. Do you that. have enough room to have a scrum before you put up the scrim? No, because I got a scram. Yeah, no. of course you do. Because you don't want to get scammed? No, not at all. And I'm not going to skim over this whole project, you know. No, you, can't, just... you can't skim the scrim. No, not at all. No. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just be scum. And... That would be. That would. Be. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I've used them all. That was, I mean, that was a challenging one. I don't know. Yes, we've used all the vowels. It's like, wait. Remember that, time I dropped to... an, remember that time I dropped an F-bomb at the start of this podcast? For I like, do remember that no time. discernible reason. No, like, just, just even, conversation. Casual conversation. Mad. It was the most casual F-bomb I think that's ever been dropped uh, what, on our show. What I find amazing is that in all the hours that we have spoken on public platforms, that was the first. I, I think I may have dropped one on this podcast, but you've never, and you've gone on crazy rants, like angry political rants that have I've never, never dropped, dropped an F bomb on this show. I don't believe so. No, we're, we're very, we're, we're very cognizant of keeping that family friendly rating, huh? Which I don't know why. I'm doing a show Friday that's supposedly an after hours adult show. I don't know what that means. I don't know you if have I have to. to about, you have to talk about butts. I might talk about weens. Could I talk about weens and could I talk about tacos? Can I talk about clams like, and oysters? Ween like that the band? No, like ween like my wiener. Oh, all right. <laughs> you ever heard them called weens, but uh, I don't think I've ever called them weens. I mean if it's an adults only show, you may want to save weens for the like under twelve show. All right. That that might uh well, I do say that when I'm uh, teaching in preschool. Tell a lot about, hey, don't don't pull out your ween. Okay. There they go, what, Mr. Duden? You know, Ooh. your ween. Uh, just a scrum sprint in a time box. <laughs> Cody's going to find some frim-fram sauce. I don't know what everybody's talking about now. I don't know what things have gotten, things are. Things have gotten delirious. So uh, next week you'll be, you're leaving for Mexico. You have, oh, no, yeah, fears, yeah, yeah. You have no fears of traveling. You have no, no fears of no. getting locked down. What if, what if, God forbid, you come down with the uh, with the cove while you're down in Mexico and you have to stay there for another two weeks? Well, then I'll be on the beach for How two weeks. How great would that be? You know, if you're going to Akron for business and you get quarantined, that would suck. Yeah. But if you're in Cancun and they go, you can't leave. Now, I've heard, like I heard, uh, that if you, you have to pay, that you have to... They move you from your nice room, these resorts. If you get, uh, if you have to quarantine, they'll move you from your nice room and put you like next to the elevator with no windows. And then they, you can't, they don't let you out of your room. And you're at the whim of the staff when they bring you food. So I've heard horror stories of people who were, you know, they got sick at a resort, they had to quarantine, and then people like forgot to bring them food for a day and a half. So keep that in mind. Enjoy your trip. I assume there's a phone in the room. Well, yeah, but you're not their priority. Sure. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not at a resort. Uh, we're going to be oh. at a uh, small hotel. Small um, hotel. Just outside of Cancun, technically. So, um, Like the Bates yeah. Motel? El Bates Motel? Something like that, yeah, yeah. El Bato's? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope I don't test positive when I'm there because that would be awkward. Um, <laughs> that would be awkward. Pardon me. I know this is awkward. I seem to have uh, caught in the COVID. Yeah. So wait, how long do you have to quarantine then? I don't know. Like now, uh, according to CPS in our school district, it's five days. All right. That's not too bad. Yeah. And your vaccine boosted, so you'll be fine. Can I just sleep on the beach? I That would be great. Yeah, I'm going to quarantine in that uh, cabana over there. Bring right. me a beer every 20 minutes until I can't pass it, until I can't drink anymore. Then bring me a margarita every hour. Yeah, seriously. I just like. Yeah, just yeah, sleep on the wait. beach. Maybe start selling Tic Tacs, walking around to tourists. Fine with that. That'd be good. Don't yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that's honestly my biggest. It's Yeah, that's why a lot of people aren't traveling, right? Because they don't want to get. But my uh, ice bag John got stuck in Germany. What? Yeah, he was in Germany for Christmas with his fiance, and they um, somebody in their family showed up and had COVID. Basically, uh, uh, they told the people at the hotel where they were staying. The hotel kicked them out, um, and they were really like, okay. they had to like go somewhere else. And it was this whole like weird thing. And then like once they tested, it was like, oh, your results are positive. Uh, just so you know, you may be contacted by public health officials or the police. Or the I police? I don't know why they did that. So he ended up staying in Budapest for like 10 days or something like that. And I don't remember the exact circumstances, but he mostly complained a lot because he thought that all of it was stupid. And he was just like, we're not wow. allowed to like do anything. We were treated like non-humans basically. And like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, is there a Sybaris Cancun? That'd be pretty rad. That would be crazy. A little you just spinning in a basket out on the beach? I'm down. Are you in the outer space room? Maybe they have a Lord of the Rings room or something like that. Some sort of medieval fantasy room. Rainforest. You can dress like a wizard. Apparently, it's like it's been dropping like 60 degrees at night at Cancun. That sucks. Not a fan. Come on. I texted my mom last week because she's still down in Florida. And I said, hey, I hope you're having fun. She texts back, I am, but it's so cold I had to go to Walmart and buy a sweatshirt. Okay. You didn't bring any clothes with you? What would you think it was going to be? It's January in Florida. So yeah. and she's very upset, too, that it's been dropping. Do you see the iguanas were dropping out of the trees again in Florida? No. Why? This was on the news last night because it gets, gets to a certain temperature, and they kind of get paralyzed, and then they just fall out of the trees, and they're alive, and they thaw them out, and they're okay. But iguanas, once their bodies reach a certain point, they're just like, ah, it's too cold, and thwop. And so these wow. giant iguanas are dropping out of the trees like nobody's business. Wow. Yeah. So I hope my mom doesn't get hit in the head with an iguana. I, I've been remembering my dreams lately. And I don't want to, I'm not going to be the guy who talks about his dreams because that's weird. But I don't understand some of them. Like the other night I was I was trying to get to Will Farrell's house on a bicycle, and I ended up part of the way driving part of the way riding a three-wheel bicycle that didn't really go anywhere and i was walking a tiger mm. so i don't know what that means i'm not giving you all the details obviously but uh that was weird and then uh, so i but they've been very vivid mm-hmm. so i don't know what do you you used to be a science uh, communicator 
What's well, the science think, behind vivid dreams? Clearly, you think Will Ferrell is a tiger and you want to have a three-way with him. No, I was being mocked by some women because uh, the little narrow, it was almost like a European street that it went from a road to like a European very narrow street that dead-ended before his address. So then I had to backtrack with my tiger, and it was my tiger and, and my dog, one of my dogs. Mm. And these women mocked me because I didn't know how to get there. And they said, oh, you have to go under, you have to go down this ramp, which turned out to be almost like a blacktop cliff. And they laughed at me. And then in the underground area, trying to get to Will Ferrell's house, a maintenance worker saw me and said, is that a tiger? And I said, yes. And he said, I wanted a bear one time. I was like, okay, cool. And then Gidget woke me up in real life. So I don't know if I ever would have made it to Will Ferrell's house. Cause I was going to pitch a show called scooter cops. It's about cops on three wheeled scooters. This was the, it was that. So what does that tell you? Science communicator. I don't know what I'm eating before I go to sleep. Nothing good, I guess. What do you make of that? Yeah, I've stumped this. I've stumped science. Well, all right. So, who did you run into before you got there? Just some rando. No, there was. Well, see, if I go into a whole big thing, I ran into a buddy of mine, two guys I went to college with, as I was trying to buy a bottle of wine to take to Will Ferrell's house. Okay. But then uh, I had to go to a couple places because one place it was a liquor store. It said liquor on the outside, but they just had sporting goods. Okay. Okay. All right. So the sporting goods store represents Tribune Tower. Oh, okay. Um, your high school friend. College friends. Yeah. Your, 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 your college friend um, represents the Democratic National Committee. Okay. Um, the the, the three-wheeled uh, scooter cops. What scooter are, cops, the pilot for scooter cops. Yeah, I was pitching the, it. The scooter cops, they were scooter cops? No, they weren't. What did you say they were? They were scooter, scooter cops. Scooter cops. They were scooter cops? Yeah, scooter cops. Okay. Uh, the scooter cops um, represent uh, people who drive white windowless vans to Costco. Hmm, all right. Weird that I would like have a premonition dream. Right. Will Ferrell was actually a, f a stand in for Bernie Sanders. Okay. Could be because I never saw Will Ferrell. Well, right. No, no, I know that, but like conceptually, yeah. like, oh, maybe, I see. Okay. You, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. If, if you read, if you read into it, um, I w why wouldn't I want to? The right, the show you wanted to pitch, uh, you, it wasn't really a show that you wanted to pitch. You thought you wanted to pitch a show. Oh. What, what did I want to do? What you actually wanted were nuclear launch codes. Is that right? Yeah. Because you've been duped into thinking that Bernie Sanders has the nuclear launch codes. Okay. Because of 1960s propaganda saying that socialism is bad. And wow. it, because Fox News calls Bernie Sanders a socialist, he must have nuclear launch codes. So it's all, it's all like very, uh, a lot of yeah, um, this subconscious is... activity from the 1960s to today okay okay and, you know you were pretty young in the 1960s which makes it very I, well weird. yeah i was yeah well i wasn't i was born in the mid 1960s 
Right. So this is what I'm saying. So you were you were pretty much barely there, which is why barely it's barely there. It's all very it's all very what's it called when you have memories from when you were like a baby? Suppressed memories. It's very suppressed. A lot of suppressed. Yeah. Memories. Okay. All right. This is yeah. well. This is much deeper than I thought. I thought I was just insane. So this is good that there's a meaning behind it. No, I never said you weren't insane. Okay. Good. Well, then I listen. That's true. You didn't say that. Right. Mike says I need booze. No. See, this is this is what happens when I go to sleep sober. Mm. This is what happened. This is my mind never stops. It's just craziness. You, you know, know what um, Go ahead. When you do marijuana, when you do the weed, it it can suppress people's memories of dreams. Yeah. And then, like, if someone smokes weed for, like, let's say a week straight or even a few days straight, the first night that they sleep and they don't smoke, they have super vivid, often very crazy dreams. Really? Now, I have not, you know, I have not touched the devil's weed since my incident. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. I know you're not, I just like kind of a fun fact. No, like, I like fun facts. You know, I like, like to have fun and I like facts. Yeah, there was like a week at one point or, you know, whatever in the past at some point, there'd just be like, I don't know, just like for a week every night, I'd just be like, oh, I'm like a couple hits before bed or something like that. Um, but yeah, and then like, you know, the sixth day or whatever, I just wouldn't. And then like, yeah, I'd wake up the next uh, morning like, what was that? Well, Debbie and I talked about doing an edible last weekend, and then we didn't do it. So yeah. I don't know what happened. Um, do you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is the anniversary of Roger almost dying on Lakeshore Drive. I see oh, no, Roger. Wait, it's Peter's birthday. I didn't realize that they coincided. It's the Groundhog Day blizzard. Oh, man. I remember that well because they called me in at GN. They called me in to come in early to cover. And so I and they they actually got me a room at the Embassy Suites. It was fantastic. Did they? Yeah. So I can't this because sports night was happening. Uh or this was 2011. It's not the five year, it's the 10 year anniversary. 2011. So we were doing sport, yeah, we were doing sports night. And they brought me in. We all came in early. They got me a room, and I got downtown just as the snow started to fall. So I went over. We did sports night. We did a couple things. Um, went back to the hotel. Next morning, you know, everything was shut down. Little did I know at that time that Roger had been on the air all night because he had been stuck in his Honda on Lakeshore Drive. We still don't know where he uh, urinated for all that time. I don't know if he was uh, severely dehydrated. Or, but but I guess you'd have to read about it in the Unplanned Life. Yeah, Roger's book. There, Roger got your little plug in there, so you pick up the Unplanned Life, find out all about that story. So yes, so dun 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 tomorrow. That was horrible because we were, that was part of that was the other part of the thing that the teachers were talking about. That you know they weren't going to get caught in a blizzard like that. Do you remember? Do you remember that uh, the blizzard of 2011? And I was like, oh yeah, and one. One teacher was like, I used to work right on the lake on the south side and it took me hours to get home to Beverly. And yeah, so everybody was everybody was worried. They didn't want to, you know, they didn't want any of that to happen tomorrow. So that's that. Well, listen, you are this is a I'm a little disappointed that we didn't get big announcements after being promised big announcements for a couple of weeks. I know. Maybe in a couple of weeks we will get big announcements. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll find out why you were dragging uh, heavy equipment in the middle of the night down to your basement. Maybe we won't. Maybe you'll get stranded in Mexico. Maybe you won't. There's a lot of ifs and ands and pots and pans. 
So I don't know. It's it's a very big cliffhanger. Yeah. Maybe you'll come back and drop even more F-bombs. Maybe you'll swear in Spanish. Who knows what you'll do? Who knows what will happen? Uh, what we do know is we will not be here on uh, – we won't be here next week. So there won't right. be a new episode next week. But then there will be more episodes after that. Uh, no show next week, Roger. I just said it. Yeah, I'm going to be in Mexico. He's going to be Mexicali. So we will uh, – yeah, so that's that. I, I got nothing else tonight. It's time to go. You have a baby that's lurking, waiting to uh, waiting to wake up. What time will he wake you up in the morning? Uh, he almost always wakes up like 7.30-ish, maybe 8. I woke up at 8.47 this morning. That's very like, specific. I know. I know. Because well, I looked at my clock, and I was like, this is very weird. And I heard him, and he was just in his crib just talking. Really? He was just, just entertaining like, himself? Ba 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 just like talking and I opened the door and kind of peeked in. He was just sitting up, like playing with his hands, just looked at me and smiled, and I was like, okay. Like he was very I, content. I, I opened I'm a heavier sleeper than my, my wife. So I, you know, now that she's since she's gone this week, I have been sleeping with my door open. So he wakes me up and he cries yes. like nothing. Just he just was chilling. So I I don't know how long he was awake, but Maybe I'll get a good night's sleep, but I got a lot of stuff to do tonight. Yet, but you got to things get to do. My trip, so yeah, you got to get your speedos packed and your Harachi sandals. I'm bummed you're uh, you're teaching tomorrow. I was gonna say if uh, if my nanny uh, ends up canceling, you're always welcome to come. <laughs> <laughs> well, e uh, e learning ends at one thirty, so after one thirty, well, by then it'll be snowed in. Listen, I didn't buy all the groceries and stuff today, so I could go out tomorrow. Are sure. you crazy? I'm going to be busy shoveling. I got to, the worst part of living in the city is trying to shovel the alley. Sure. Cause I can't get, uh, Oh, after last year getting stuck, I'm not getting stuck again. I got to shovel that alley crazy. Sure. Uh, and I have to yell at the city while I'm doing it because last week when it snowed, the city, the side streets off, I cross Harlem Avenue into Elmwood park. You would have never known it snowed over there. Oh man. Elmwood Park streets, I don't know if they come out with blow dryers or whatever. It's beautiful. I cross back into the city proper. Forget about it. I'm sliding all over. I'm donutting down the street. I'm getting worried about getting stuck in my alley. I don't need it. So tomorrow I'm not going anywhere. You know, last, last Sunday, not this past one, but the one before that, um, when we drove back from Rockford in the snow mm -hmm. um, early in the morning, like whatever, uh, many of the highways were not touched by any plow really and that threw us off like you know we're on yeah in and we get closer to the city and then we're, i'm just like we're, we're turning off on i don't know if it was 355 or what but it was just like like you would like you'd think like you know when it snows it's like well the highways will be clean yeah you should like, the major what? thoroughfares should be clear they, they were absolutely not uh. so and then you know once she drove into the city she said it was fine but like uh, yeah around here i don't know if it was 355 or what it was 290 but those still they, yeah those should be a, they go well we can't you know we're gonna wait we don't want to go out uh, too many times or but still it's like no get it done yeah i will i will say that the village of lombard does a very good job i don't know about the whole city but like our street is always excellent See, I, uh, when i lived in the suburbs that was always taken care of yeah always here in the city they don't care mm. yeah. well pl plus to be honest, 
there's too many cars in this on city. It doesn't matter. Like I live in a regular city neighborhood, but there's still cars on both sides of the street parked outside because either people don't use their garages or they have multiple cars or whatever. And Debbie, I said to Debbie, do you want to move your car in the garage? And it's a tight fit where we have both cars in the garage, but they can both get in there. And she's like, no, I hate, to, I can't, I don't like it. I'll leave it out. And since she doesn't have to go, go to work, you know, she doesn't have to shovel the stairs to go from the bedroom to the dining room to go to work. So she doesn't care if her car snowed in for a while. She's like, whatever. Um, so I get the garage, but, you know, it's it was disheartening. The man who pays a lot of money to this city, disheartened. Then I got to, yeah. So whatever. It's winter. What are we going to do? You're going to be in Mexico. It's lollygagging. It is Illinois. It's Illinois. Illinois infrastructure is not Illinois is not known for its infrastructure. I'm looking out the window and see the worst part of this state is how much we pay in taxes and how little we get back in terms of uh, my streets. My streets are a nightmare. Things being taken care of. Sad. Sad. It hasn't started snowing yet. So this out my window. I don't care about everywhere. I just look out my window. I worry about my little corner of the world, Cody. I can't see. That's all. So I know we don't have any snow, but. Uh, I'm confident that the weather monkeys would not lie to me and that the snow is coming. So I'm going to go hunker down. I'm going to see it out that window. See, Ro- no, Roger, I'm friendly with everybody. I don't know who the ward supervisor is. He's not going to shovel my, he's not going to come and plow my alley. You know, he's not going to put a speed bump on my street. That's how you can tell when people have ins with the city. Somebody, somebody on the next block must be uh, having intimate relations with an alderman because their speed bumps are about three stories high. It's almost like when you, you know, in that scene in the perfect storm where George Clooney is on the boat and the giant wave is coming up. That's how big the speed bumps are on their street. I've never seen that movie, but it sounds big. Well, listen, now you should see it just so you get that reference. Go watch the movie. Call me back. Oh, I got the reference. It didn't work. That's it. How do they plow streets with giant speed bumps? I don't know. I don't know what happens with the bureaucracy. I don't know. I don't know if they have to, they're zooming down. And then I don't know if the, when the plow blade hits the speed bump, it's like when you're trying to shovel and your shovel hits a crack in the sidewalk, right? You know, and it bounces back at you. Maybe the whole snow plow bounces back and then the, the whole- driver just starts swearing. Yeah, no, God, that sounds awful. It does sound awful. I don't I'm know what to tell you. I'm excited to use my snow thrower tomorrow. I love using that. I am very envious of you and Roger with your snow throwers. I miss having mine. I don't have enough. The only pl- I don't have enough snow to throw. I mean, I don't have enough area that I need it to cover. So and right. The the last time I used it, um, my wife was at work or something, and the nanny was. I don't whatever. I, I was home alone with the. You baby. spent a lot of time with the nanny. Uh well. I don't spend any time with her. She spends time mm-hmm. on my son and I work in my right. office. But um, the last time I was home alone with my son and I had the snow throw, uh, I got him all dressed, got his coat on, his snow pants, his boots. He's like looking all adorable and stuff. And I put him out in the garage. <laughs> looking all adorable. You know, my wife had the car, so she was gone. And I, I like busted out. And I just start, you know, I'm portioning it up and down the driveway. And he just stood in the middle of the garage all in his puffed out little outfit and everything. And I couldn't find his sunglasses and the sun had come out and it was super bright, you know, oh, like yeah. <laughs> white, white, super like going to hurt your face. But I found this like pair of adult sunglasses. So I put this <laughs> pair of adult sunglasses on him 
and there's a little hat and he's just standing there and i like went all the way down the driveway and then i turned around and i looked and he was just standing there staring at me and then I all the way back <laughs> up like all the way back down and i come back up and he's just standing there he stood in the middle of the garage for 15 minutes just, just watching <laughs> he had two crackers in his hands and he was just holding one in each hand and at one point i did see him slowly move it up to his mouth and bite it <laughs> while he was watching but it was like the best thing ever so you know if it's just us tomorrow i'm just gonna dress him up and stand him in the garage and hopefully yeah. he'll just stare at me the whole time it's have you have you pulled him on a sled or anything yet no we don't have a sled oh man no, um, we looked at one place and they were sold out. Um, of course, yeah. But we'll get one. We'll get one. Of course, we'll get one. He's, you know, of he's course. Still he's still young. He's got a lot of sledding years left. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. Got a lot to do. I haven't uh, thought of pulling him on one, right? Because part of it's like, well, what are you get? He's not going to go sled by himself. But yeah, you right. pull him. You I pull him. Yeah. Okay. Pull him around. Wee! And then that he guy. falls out. Wee! He's got the, the red wagon, the red rider wagon thing. Oh, I thought you meant a Red Rider BB gun. No, is it what is it? Radio Red, Flyer. Is radio right. Flyer. Radio right. Flyer, which is right near me too. The big Radio Flyer uh, plant, and there's a giant wagon out in front of it. Huge yeah. wagon. There you go. What do you think of that? Pretty cool. Yeah. We're Debbie gonna, just texted uh, me to say it is snowing. Who texted you? My wife. Oh. From the other wing of the house. I don't know where my phone is, so I can't. I don't check. think she would have texted you. Did she text me? No, she, I hope not. I don't know why she'd be texting you about the snow. She must have heard me say it wasn't snowing. So so that's her that's her passive aggressive way of telling me I'm stupid by texting me going, "Yeah, it is snowing." No, I'm texting it right now. Why? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I got a message from I'm sure you guys have a lot of text chains like, "What the hell's the matter with him?" And you both you both go, "I don't know." Don't no, I got a message from my wife. She's like, I'm in Mexico. What are you doing? And I'm like, not being in Mexico. Yeah, yet? not being in Mexico. Getting ready to snow below. Let the kid eat crackers and watch me do yard, do uh, housework. All right. Well, listen. I'm gonna let's uh, plug a few things. I'll be on uh, WTMJ again on uh, Saturday. I was on last Friday and Saturday. I'm on this. I'm on uh, Saturday and next Wednesday. So a lot of WTMJ. You can check that out. Uh, I will be uh, performing stand-up committee this weekend or uh, friday it was just friday it's at the uh, laughing academy in glenview so you can uh, check that out i've posted something on the facebook page and uh so you can get all the details there of that gig cody what do you want to plug that Nothing. you're going to be in mexico you're looking forward to going to mexico you are going to once again tell us that there will be many big announcements and then uh, we will all wait with bated breath to find out that there is uh, nothing happening. Nothing, nothing at all. Nothing, nothing happening. All right, well, that's probably not true, but I get it. All right, well, listen, have a wonderful trip. Don't get sunburned. Thank you. Uh, or do get sunburned. And get really drunk. Get really drunk and sunburned. That'll be I fun. Can that. I can do those things. I think, I, I, please, do them for me. Let me live vicariously through your trip to Mexico. Always, always. All right, thank you. And, uh, you know, have a, have a gordita. I a don't gordita. think that's really Mexican. Not that Mexican. Probably not. All right. Well, have a good time. Have a lot of fun. We will talk to you when you get back. Uh, who knows? Maybe there'll be a little surprise next week, but uh, Cody won't be here. That's so that won't be a surprise. He will be, but he will be back in two weeks. Thank you as always for uh, downloading and listening and doing whatever. Please follow and share and tell people 
and uh, make us huge podcast stars. So Spotify will want to give us a hundred million dollars. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Or, or you know, they can give us a quarter of that. We'll be happy. Yeah. We 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 take a quarter of Joe Rogan's. Let's party. say half. Let's say half. Yeah, half. All right, half. Yeah, because then we got to split it. A quarter. Fifty is an easier number to split than twenty-five. Each. Yeah, quarter each. All right. Well, either way, uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you again later. And uh, that's all for me. And I'll turn lights on next time. Maybe we'll see. Maybe. All right. You got to say it. You always end with the same thing. Bye. <laughs> Sorry.